Welcome back to another edition of the Flow Track Podcast, Olympics edition. Gordon is not with me in his place, former Flow Track employee, current tennis pro in Taylor, Texas, Lincoln Shrike. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I've heard uh, Gordon's actually lost so much money that he has to, he's in therapy right now off of his Olympic bets. So uh, I'm happy to sub in with that being the case. Uh, so we are watching the women's marathon tonight live and reacting in real time. We're also going to be touching on some stories that have happened throughout the past couple of days. We'll recap a little bit. We'll, we don't want to recap too much because there's still some finals to come tomorrow in the United States or later on today if you're watching in Tokyo. And we will, of course, uh, you know, preview those races tomorrow. We got men's and women's 4 by 4 and we have the women's... 10,000, the men's 1,500. If you want to sync like your feed to ours, so that way there's no spoilers, the gun just went off on mine. And I'll do a couple of those no. throughout the race. So they've just started running on, on my feed. If you're watching live on YouTube, feel free to comment, Track Podcast YouTube channel. You can check it out there. First hiccup of the day, Lincoln trying to figure out how to get his feed yeah. to work. So we are off and rolling here. Well, the... The uh, the setting or the the moving it up earlier an hour is thrown off my streaming service. Shout out to Fubu TV. Fub uh, maybe it's Fubo. I don't want it not to be confused with the clothing brand. Uh, so that's what I've been using to watch most of the Olympics, along with a little Peacock action. It just gets hard streaming all these things. I got to get up at like five a.m. and figure out which which service it's on. Uh, it's a little tricky, Kevin. So. Uh, yeah, I will be trying to get my stream up. Hopefully it doesn't just cut in at five o'clock, but you know, we will I'll keep you updated. <laughs> I'll just, just I'll paint a picture for you until you have it uh going. They're absolutely jogging Good. one minute into the race. And by jogging, oh, I would love didn't... to see a G I'd love I'd love to see a GPS on them right now because it looks as if they're running about nine minutes a mile. Oh, well, that that's helpful for me as as I try to uh get my streaming service sorted out because um i wouldn't want any i i, I didn't i don't necessarily although it would be fun to see i i don't know if i want cause guy setting a world record while i can't watch so uh yes it's good to know that i have plenty of time to catch up and probably will not miss a, a world record but i feel like i'm getting closer here kevin to uh to getting this figured out so we're we're trying to make it work yeah, I uh, I think you'll get it sorted out. And I don't think you're going to miss anything in the early part of this race. It is slow as expected. Uh, if you're watching live or listening live in the chat, let us know where you're watching from. Because this is a great time window if you're in the United States. Not so much if you are in Europe. And mm -hmm. I guess re right. re real early if you're in in asia it's just interesting how all these things have have shifted day is night night is day it's been a long series of of 10 days here um yeah people are asking I've actually, how the weather is it's hot there it's hot you know, see i was looking is it, it's not it's it's humid right is it it, it mm -hmm. it's not gonna like get up into the 90s or anything though like this isn't like how i, I guess we should be comparing this to the men's race in beijing in 2008 like is it that is it that hot? I guess, so I'm looking, I guess it might be. Remember, but they I, moved it. Uh, they moved it to Sapporo. Remember to to make it cooler. That yeah, was yeah. The yeah. whole thought process there. 
Uh, currently, it says it's 78, 78 degrees with 83% humidity right now. Okay, eight, 83%. That's that's some Taylor, Texas-like atmosphere. Uh, it's uh, maybe even a little, little more humid. That's pretty brutal. That's going to be tough. Uh, but... You know, they ran at what time did they start the marathon in Doha when we were there? Like, like midnight exactly. Midnight, midnight and it was marathon, still, baby. It was, we were there. Yeah, it was still eighty-five degrees. So, if if you're someone like Ruth Chepnagich coming off that, I know it's been almost two years, but you know it's got to help you. Uh, you're used to the to the heat marathon. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, we got someone tuning in. He says it's midnight in Kenya says we will sleep after medals good luck our champs i bet i bet i'm guessing if there's anybody who's watching in italy they basically haven't slept the entire track competition it's been one party after another in italy because this is the mm. championships of of the italian team they got five gold medals right now they have the same amount of gold medals as the us they are the 4 by Dear 1 Lord. men's champion they are, they have the individual 100 meter champion they got Tambiri a gold medal in the high jump. It has been all about all about Italy. I don't want to come on here and be Gordon and like you know just dump hot yeah, takes. That's why you're here. I'm, That's why you're here. I I uh, I will admit, not a fan. If I had to give my opinion on the sharing of the gold medals by Tambiri and uh, Barshim, not not a fan of that. I understand they did a jump off and they were still tied, but or whatever they did but it, it, i back. Back. i uh yeah count yeah there you go sorry i i would yeah like i get it i get the incentive they both like found out that they could do it so why why not but I, somebody needs to get gold somebody needs to get silver i will take that silver medal that they didn't allocate <laughs> for the men's high jump i will i'll go ahead and grab that i just wasn't a fan of it i understand they're buddies but I took the, they took the other, they took the silver and just spray painted it to gold. So there's, there's no oh, extra metal I see, there. <laughs> I see Kevin Hart. I, I see we, okay. So I'm not first to this take. I, I see that Kevin Hart and I have the same idea. Yeah. Even, I, uh, I mean, it's a bad take and even Gordon didn't have it. So I'm impressed <laughs> that in the first six minutes of recording, you've already gone yeah. beyond my wildest dream. Like what do they, if neither of them wants to go, what do you do? If they're both saying we're done, what do you do? Yeah, Because yeah. this isn't, and it's not, it's not the long jump where you just say go out and jump again. It's a long, drawn out process. There could be a tie in the hundred. Do you, are you gonna run another hundred? Yeah. You gonna run another? You gonna run another five k? Like it makes sense. There's been ties. I mean, Romel and DeGrasse famously tied for a bronze. Jamaican women tied for a bronze for silver. Also, that's that's a bronze. It, I, I it's. It's still time. Gold needs time to be a, a, a. But it could have happened for gold, is what I'm saying. It could have happened yeah. in the hundred. My... Are you going to rerun the race? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, I guess it could have happened. I mean, I would feel like they would separate those. My question: Does this lead to some sort of diplomacy between Qatar and Italy? I mean, it seems like they have a lot of potential as as uh, allies. <laughs> well, it's a joke. I think that too. Was a joke. I think. Lincoln's still working into his routine Sorry. here early on. Yeah. I think too, if this is how, if this is the reaction to every tie, I'm advocating for more ties in track, not less. That was amazing. Just like that yeah. instantaneous burst of joy from, from both guys. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. We got more people, people checking in here on the chat. Someone watching from 
Sri Lanka. We got our guy Andre in Doha. Remember Andre a couple years ago? Oh, showing us around, yeah. showing us around Doha. Yeah, yeah. Took me on a run it's on Saturday morning when it was, that was probably the hottest run I've ever been in in my life. Got someone in New Jersey. Big champs for New Jersey. A thing, Mo, and and City oh, McLaughlin. Yeah, Canada, check in. Yep. Canada's been doing well. Canada, uh, Damian Warner, DeGrasse, Mohamed. I'm sure I'm missing some other people here. Um, or some other, yeah, some no, other you're... medalists. I got to. Was that everybody? Andrew Wiggins, the old... still in the NBA. <laughs> Did you see? That, speaking all. of which, I know we're 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 going to be all over the place here for this first part until we make sure <laughs> we get this feed going. But did you see the picture of DeGrasse and Wiggins playing basketball in high school? I did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look like DeGrasse took Wiggins to the cup there. Uh, you know, <laughs> he had some he had some potential, which is I, I know he always talks about just distance runners. But Justin Knight's always talking about he makes sure to clarify that he means he could always be a distance runner. He could be any basketball. distance runner in basketball, but he knows probably the Andre DeGrasse. I imagine he's got a little quickness on him. Nice. Wait, what is this Twitter Wait. page? I know it's not up on your screen, but this one that, that we've got in the background here, Italy in Qatar. Yeah, that, I think this a, is the Italian embassy in Qatar. Can we oh, blow, wow. yeah, let's blow that wow. up there? This moment was made for them. I mean, my goodness, an absolute... <laughs> like dream scenario for them some good PR for the, any, anybody, any Italians in Qatar that want to go work at the embassy. You mentioned it there opening the door for more diplomacy. I don't know the current state of affairs between the two countries, but you literally yeah. have the Italian embassy in Qatar. It's like all they're tweeting. Yeah. And I mean, Spider-Man again, it's too? like, it's a dream scenario. Hold on. What's right? going on They've with got the, the, spi- <laughs> the Spider-Man meme? <laughs> Not very good meme, but you know, okay. <laughs> who's in charge of the? Who's in charge of this account? Oh. It's just like you know what? Screw it. We're only doing Tambiri <laughs> and Barshim content today. <laughs> like That's you good. take the social media manager job, like at the Italian yeah. embassy in Qatar, think yeah. it's just going to be press releases and stuff, and then this thing, this viral <laughs> moment happens between these two countries, and then you think to yourself, okay, it's my time. I'm never going to yeah, get a better I, opportunity than right now to do this. I, exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, I did not. I mean, I guess every country probably ha- or every, I don't know, every Western nation maybe has an embassy in, in every country, but except for the, you know, the, the spotty ones. But I, did, I didn't know there was an Italian embassy in Qatar, but now I know that. I'm glad I brought up that joke. Uh, now I'm learning. I'm just trying to get this dang stream up, Kevin. And uh I, I know the yeah. joke with me is I'm always a little ill-prepared. I just didn't think that this would be an issue here. I think the problem is the USA Network, which I'm going to be watching it off of, from Fubo TV. Uh, they probably had some programming going on. They were probably watching reruns of, uh, of uh, I don't know, what's a, what's a, what's the show Meghan Markle used to be on that was on USA uh, all the time? Suits. USA Network. Suits. Probably running a rerun of Suits instead of this women's marathon so hopefully nothing happens in the first hour i gotta ask what streaming service are you watching this on i'm watching it through the nb the main nbc thing so i got uh maeda at the front where i'm at 10 45 on the clock right now for those of you who joined late and want to sync it looks like they're going pretty slow i travis was going to try to pull in splits but I, again i don't know how relevant they are right now they're moving 
real slow right now. Yeah, I don't know if people uh, are tuning in, Kevin, to, watch, to hear us read off splits, but... No, I was going to read off splits. I just wanted to give some context to people who aren't able to get the uh, feed up like you. Uh, some cool aerial like me, shots yeah. here as well, too. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll, if you're cheering for Gordon's picks, which I don't know why you would be at this point, he's got Perez Jep cheer cheer in, in this one, one Ooh. of the three canyons in there, along with Cosguy and Ruth Chepnegich. Lincoln mentioned Chepnegich was big and. Doha in extremely hot conditions back in 2019. She's also run 6402 and a half, so she's a good pick. Ethiopia, Dereje, uh, Berhane de Baba, and Tychess Germa. 218s there for Dereje and de Baba, and Germa's run under 220. And then the U.S. team with Kip Yego, Tuliamuk, and Seidel. I have a feeling just how championship marathons go that this, that Gordon's vaunted rankings and our, our, predictions are going to get upended a bit here. Oh yeah. It would not surprise me. I and and it would not surprise me if some some deep sleepers end up being in the mix for for the medals. Now they're taking it out very cautiously, which is smart, mm -hmm. but if I'm remembering Doha right, they took it out cautiously there too and just most people still wilted because it was yeah, indescribably hot and humid during that time. This to me has the feeling of a race where someone like a complete upstart could could win someone basically that we haven't heard of now there's there's big names but it's <laughs> to me it's a little top heavy kenya is well represented and i know there there are some quality ethiopians and sal peter is up there but just championship marathons it's it, I I don't know what what it is necessarily. Maybe it's the fact that there's no big uh, appearance money, or or you know, no big um, and not appearance money, but no appearance money. The, maybe the money for winning isn't prize as good. Prize money. Um, yeah. There we go. People drop out like flies, and you'll have random people show up. And of course, we're coming off of a 2016 Olympic marathon that was uh, of questionable integrity, to say the least. So surprising things will happen. I, I feel like it, it would be easy to just say, oh, you know, the Kenyans, Kazgai will win, maybe Chepnegic uh, will come in and then we'll have Dereje of Ethiopia. But I don't know, that just doesn't happen mm -hmm. usually. It, it just, all marathons are surprising. It seems like the championship ones particularly so. Yeah, and listen, these Olympics for track have been nothing but surprises. There's been... I can only think of two races off the top of my head where I would have been able to predict in correct order one, two, three. Women's actually you don't, three. You don't think women's what, formula? Yeah, the women's formula hurdles, yeah, men's formula hurdles, men's shot put. Those are the only three races where I would have been able to get one through three correct. And oftentimes, I would have only gotten one out of three in general. But I can't think of another. Yeah. Another event. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy how how unpredictable these championships have been. So in the high jump, you didn't have Tambiri and Barshim going one one, and you didn't you didn't have that on your on your uh, your board. I, a lot of people did. Uh, let's well, see. I'm trying I to DM the Italian embassy in Qatar, and I said, "Hey, how's Tambiri <laughs> feeling?" And they're like, "I don't know, but I can give you some intel on Barshim since I'm in here in in Doha." I'm gonna. Are you still working yeah. on that? Because if you're working on that, I can I can just talk. 
uh, if you're not, I can. Oh uh, yeah, no, I I've got nothing here, and I'm sorry away. again. I it's not like I just like went on. I, I was prepared. I've been watching these Olympics. I just didn't know that the uh, the fact that they rescheduled it so late was going to throw things back on the USA Network. I'm just fully. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll probably yeah, be writing them no some worries, no. very harsh emails pretty soon that that they no didn't worries. have to. They didn't remove their scheduling around their programming, I should say, for this women's marathon. I just wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Well, uh, Maeda of Japan continues to lead. And there are some spectators out there. If there were more, it would be really loud, I would guess, cheering for the Japanese runner out there. And then behind her, you have uh, the three Kenyans, three Ethiopians, Sal Peters in there. So I don't, I'm not listening to the audio. So if people have splits, throw them in the chat because I'm probably not going to hear them on here. I want to go through yeah. though while you're refreshing, while you're refreshing and stuff. I, I have the list of medalists so far. And I just, oh, I want good. you to give me on a, on a scale of, of one to 10, the surprise factor for you. So for example, women's formula hurdles, surprise factor. I'm talking about placing, not times here would be a yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. That would be okay. that would be a one. Um just to just to set a scale here. So let's go through these. First one, men's hundred. Marcel Jacobs, Fred Curley, Andre DeGrasse. Okay, so I'm sorry, you're gonna I was I was I said yes that I was listening, but okay, so one is least surprised <laughs> to what, ten most surprised? I'm sorry, I, I missed that. I yes. I thought it would make sense while I was yes. listening. Okay. Uh, that was a 10 because, uh, I had never heard of Marcel Jacobs before, literally before the hundred final. Uh, and I, truth be told, I slept through the men's hundred final. Um, I just forgot to wake up for it. And I found that Marcel Jacobs had won and I did not know who Marcel Jacobs was. So, uh, yeah, that was a surprise. That was a, that was a 10 for me, a full, a full surprise. And, you know, uh, Fred Curley, I mean, props to him. I, I, I thought uh, of I thought of everyone on the U.S. team. I thought he would do the worst as far as Baker and obviously Bramell. Um, so for him to be the top American to get to get silver uh, was also a huge surprise. Not a surprise for DeGrasse uh, getting bronze because pr prior to his gold medal, he was always a bronze medal, silver medal type of a guy. But uh, that wasn't a surprise. But yeah, Jacobs and Curley were surprises for huge ones for me. 200, DeGrasse, Bednarik, Lyles. Uh, to be honest, uh, a four maybe. Uh, you know, the fact that Lyles had looked, has looked human uh, for most of the season. And um, what, what we, based on what we saw in the, in the semis with Bednarik and obviously with DeGrasse running the 1970s, uh, the, the, the time, I thought the time would, winning time would honestly be faster. Um, in the you know in the 1905s, so no, that wasn't a surprise. It would have been surprised coming into the year, right? But not not based on every all the things yeah. we've seen in the season. Well, I guess yeah, you have to figure out when you're talking about surprise level. Is it pre 2021? Is it before the U.S. trials? Is it after the U.S. trials? Is it after the first round, because that's that's where you know Jacobs is like I I had heard of him this year, but but in 2020, 2019, 
you know, it was just like a converted long jumper. It wasn't on my radar as an Olympic right. medalist. And then, and then even when you, the reason why I agree with you with it's a 10 is because even after the semis going into the final, like he didn't win his semi. So to have that order, yeah. like you, you still thought, eh, DeGrasse, Baker, Sambine even who, who had more experience. That thing was surprising no matter when you're, you're putting the cutoff on. Um, okay. We got some splits there. Oh, then they went away. Right. Yeah. J- Jacobs is Jacobs's IG handle is crazy long jumper. So I don't even think he knew he's got what key. was going to happen. I think he's got no. I don't. Th- I don't think he had any idea. And then they went. They went and won the uh, the four by one. So my goodness, yeah. Italy. Um, and they won. And they won the world. Not the World Cup. Sorry, Euro- Euros. I mean, they're they're doing pretty good. Kevin, I may have a beat on this on this women's marathon here. I've gone to the NBC Olympics website and I've got the the circle. We're loading here, right. so possibly. Yeah, I'll 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 answer for you on these ones. Uh, four hundred, about a I'd say about a five. Gardner winning, not surprised. Zambrano, yeah. based on what he did in twenty nineteen, shouldn't have been surprising. Karani James is the big, the big surprise. I know he got back into the swing of things in twenty nineteen and and made the final, but that was that was an impressive run for him. And then. You take into account that no Americans meddled in that event. So that one to me would be would be a five or a six there. But Gardner winning, obviously not shocking based on what he's done. Eight, men's 800? Yeah. Career, Rotich, Dobek. I, again, this is, just depends on when you ask me to make the pick. But if you said before the Olympics, yeah. that'd be the top three. I would not have been, I would not have been stunned. But if you would have told me that in February, I'd have been like, wait, did you forget Donovan Brazier? Are you not allowed to say his name? Right. What are we, what, what are we talking about here? Yeah, that one became a that one preseason. Yes, would have been a ten. Mm-hmm. There was legitimately no favorite coming into the race. It was almost a well, somebody's got to win type of an event. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, no taking away too much from career because the dude has run fast and probably not. And top in speed of any 800 meter runner, maybe Brazier, but I mean, as far as the, he's got the best 400 meter speed of any 800 meter runner, certainly in the world, because he's world class in that event as well. But despite the fact the guys run 142 and all that, he's just been super inconsistent and has never had never previously done much in in championships. So do uh, you add in the fact that that one was a 145 race? I just I, that race honestly just makes me angry. I, not because I care who won or lost, but it was just, it was the dumb, it was so dumb. Like, I, I just, I props to career, and he has flipped the script of his, his entire career because of because mm-hmm. of that victory. But my goodness, that was the, somebody had to win that uh, event of the Olympics for sure. Yeah, so but I would say surprise, one, was a, surprise was an eight, I guess. Surprise was an eight. Yeah, it just depends when you when you do it, when you make the, the yeah. distinction here. Uh, yeah. So you got your stream going? M- Molly Seidel's up in the front. I see that. Yeah. So I've. <laughs> Where are you at? It, the fun, what, what, what's the your fun clock keeps at? happening. So I got on. Uh, I yeah, I got it up. Um, however, I guess through this thing that I'm on, which I don't know, I think it's NBCOlympics.com. I'm currently on a 30-minute trial for Sling.tv. Um, so when this transitions, it'll be about 4:50, and then mm-hmm. I'll so then I'll lose this for 10 minutes, but then I'll get it back on hopefully on Fubo.com. Perfect. Perfect. 
Perfect. Because so I only have you know I, I have this a little bit I I I uh, I, I uh, I'll just have another one more black spot or one more you know no stream spot but I'll, but I, I should be set up for for all the action coming up later on but I've got it right now Kevin oh. I've got it they're showing a Bridget Cosky graphic I see all the the vapor flies or whatever whatever flies we're on right now are pink and white uh, ready yeah, to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah through five k the eighteen oh two everybody's. Still there. Looks, I'm looking at an aerial shot right now where there's yeah, 30, 25 or 30 maybe. That's pretty incredible, Kevin. Technology. We're we're talking to each other through a computer while watching a marathon on different computers. It's it's pretty incredible. That's sarcasm. I'm sorry. Uh, people on watching online probably aren't going to get that sarcasm. Um, yeah, okay. they're they're so I'm going to keep going. I want to keep going yeah. with these. I want to keep going with these because we started this. Now I need to finish it. Uh, men's five, Cheptegei, Ahmed, Chalimo. Two. That's not that surprising. 10K, Barrega, Cheptegei, Kiplimo. Uh, One, maybe? Seven. <laughs> oh, su well, I'd, surprise? Barrega? Barrega winning, winning the gold? It was a surprise. Well, okay, well he's won medals before. I mean, not maybe, not a, I mean beat, maybe not a one. He beat Chapter Guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, Chapter Guy got beat. I just thought Chapter Guy. Go ahead. I look at the five and 10 similarly, in that you had a lot of people who you thought could medal ended up meddling. So I'd probably put both of them at okay. a three. High hurdles Hansel Parchment, Grant Holloway, Ronald Lee. <laughs> I uh, I had heard of Hansel Parchment before this event, and he's been good for a long time. I, I just I don't think we've ever given him credit for having an outstanding name. That's just a great name, mm -hmm. uh, Hansel Parchment. Um, it's also a brand of parchment paper. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, that was a ten. That was a ten. Ten because of the it's up order. there with a hundred. Yeah. Okay. yeah, because Holloway. I, I, you know, I just don't know what happened, but he, he was pretty close to untouchable. I mean, the guys run 1281 in a semi. And when he ran 1302 in the first round here, I thought, okay, here we go. This is going to be a cakewalk. Nothing is a cakewalk. I'm not saying uh, that he like was a failure, but I just, something went wrong over the last couple hurdles uh, with Holloway, whether he jumped too high or, or whatnot. Um, it, uh, you know, he said he lost he, focus. Thirteen hundred. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Basically, he yeah. like he could sense it, and he lost lost focus over those last two. I was talking to Gordon about it, and I said it reminded me. Remember, late in his NCAA career, you you were covering him back then, right? He lost at SECs to Daniel Roberts, correct? And then, yeah. East, I guess East Prelims, they didn't race against each other, but there was enough doubt going into NCAA's that we were we were considering them close to equal that's what this race yeah, yeah. remind re reminded me of um that that sec loss when he lost to uh sure to roberts where he just didn't quite have that pop over the second half it's 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 a hard position to be in right because um you know this is basically his i mean obviously he could have fallen or not made the final by some measure mm -hmm. by some you know technical thing falling in the semis or something but this is kind of the floor for him it's rough when you know the, almost the worst you can do is not win gold 
uh, that's, it's a tough position to be in. It's kind of, uh, it's, it's different, but it's kind of similar to ride Benjamin. Not that obviously Benjamin did fantastic and ran 46, yeah. uh, 17. That wasn't like his floor, but the fact that everyone expects Rye Benjamin now to get silver. And so it's kind of like, oh, Rye got another silver. Here it's different. Obviously, everyone expected him to get gold. Um, but it's, it's oh, you didn't win gold? It's a disappointment then. And, and credit to him. You know, he, he took credit for it. And, uh, or, you know, he, he didn't make a, you know, seemed to legitimately still be pleased with the fact that he meddled. I know I'm sure Grant Holloway's disappointed. Yeah. But, you know, the fact is he did medal at the Olympics. It's still a big deal. It's just not, not what we quite expected. He said it sucked multiple times. There was a Washington Post recap of it where they made reference to the fact that he liberally used the word suck in the post. And I could just picture it because you, you don't see any of those interviews yeah. in the mix zone because they're not, not allowed to post them. But I, it just took me back to a couple of years ago when we were covering meets and Grant was just, he would just tell you what he thought of his race. He would not hold back either for, for better or for worse. Usually he was a very harsh critic. I do think though, because a lot of the attention, right, is on the, the U.S. sprint events one and hurdle events, mm -hmm. one, two, four, high hurdles, low hurdles, and why they didn't get any gold medals. And I think Grant's loss is the one that you could see getting reversed the easiest of those five, I think. Yeah. Now, Benjamin, yeah. I think Benjamin ran the best of that group, but they're still oh, Warhol. Yeah. Grant, Grant, I, you know, because he gave an explanation and, and he was so good up until that point, you, you have a clear understanding of, ah, yep, I can see that. It's a hurdles. You lose it for a second and then bam, then all of a sudden you're, you're out of it. The rest of that group and a lot of them are, you know, those 2016 guys and some of the guys before that era, some of them a little after, if you're talking, um, like Kenny Bednarik and crew, um, I, I, I feel the best about Holloway moving forward, which I mm -hmm. didn't know I was going to say heading into heading into these, the world records. Well, you feel the best about Holloway's chances to, to get back on of, top. Is that, that what you're group, saying? Of that group yeah. to win gold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, what, I, I, but, would I agree. mean, part of it was like, you just, you understand what happened and the guy ran 1281 in, uh, in, in Eugene and then ran another 129 and then, you know, ran twelve ninety eight. Obviously, as as a senior, so he's he's been under thirteen multiple times. the The rest of the group, it's harder to figure out for a variety of reasons, like where they're where they're going. Like Bromel's older, Coleman, we don't know how he's going to do coming back after the suspension. Lyles, you're not yeah. sure on. Um, Norman, obviously, a ton of questions there. It's it's hard to figure out like that. And and I I say that group because that was the group heading into. Post Doha, that was the group that oh, yeah. had a lot of attention. And then you add you added Bromel later because of how he ran in 2020. Um, oh, man, mm -hmm. just seeing this tweet here. Carson Warholm toured Norwegian TV. He'll do the 400 flat at the Lausanne Diamond League. Yes, just, yeah, please. I, Can I sign I, up I, Yeah, I, I, I uh, saw that, I guess, a couple of days. Yeah, okay, that tweet's from August 4th. I was going to say, I think I, I think I saw that. So I guess I'm doing a better job of following track and field than you are, Kevin. It's pretty sad. <laughs> but um, – no, that'll be that'll be pretty stinking exciting when he does that. I uh, I 
would love to see, I assume, what, what's the rest of the schedule? I mean, are we, we are, surely we're going to get Benjamin Warholm again, right? At, is there a Diamond League final? There's got to be one coming up, right? There is a Diamond League final this year. I would hope, but I don't know. There's no, there's no guarantees yeah. with any of this. Because some, some people, I think, are going to call it a season after this. And yeah. Some people are going to. Some people are going to yeah. try to build off what they did, and some people were probably a little banged up, and then they're not going to. Um, mm-hmm. So men's formula hurdles, I'd put it a one. Men's steeple, El Bacali, Germa, Keegan. That race was just impossible to figure out all year. Yeah, I, so, I cared so little. I don't I'll be honest, I cared very little about that race. Yeah. Um, it just it's lost interest to me. <laughs> no, if Being Evan Jager's not in it, I'm not watching. No, it was, it was, it was a I wonky, know. it was a wonky year for the for the steeple. Then we have, let's see, the hurdles. Obviously, I think four by one would have been a ten. Four by four, we haven't seen yet. Uh, we'll do the let's do the preview for the four by four in a little bit on the women's women's running events. I just want to stick to the running events here to get through it. Hundred, Thompson, Hurrah, Fraser, Price, Sharika, Jackson. I'd probably go four, five in terms of surprise. I Wait, thought Fraser Price was the maybe maybe a little lower, maybe a little lower. You thought Fraser Price was the the like the overwhelming favorite. Overwhelming is a little strong, yeah. but I thought she was the was the favorite. I guess if okay. you put in the how they won, I was surprised that Thompson Hurrah made it a blowout. So that's what bumps it up in terms of the surprise. But we talked sure. we talked before sure. we talked before about how the Jamaican sweep was possible. Yeah, and I yeah, so I don't. Looking back, it's not a big surprise, which obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. But if you take it from where uh, Shelly and Fraser Price was in 2019 versus where Thompson Hurrah was, where I think Thompson Hurrah missed the medals uh, and Shelly and Fraser Price just was crushing everyone, just shows you how much can change. And, and you know, and obviously with the virus not having a championship year last year, it, it uh, so much can, can flip. You know, we had the emergence of Richardson and and then Hurrah and Thompson Hurrah was able to really take it to that that level that we saw, take it to an even higher level than we saw in Rio. So uh, she does have the advantage of being quite a bit younger than Shelly and Fraser Price. So it's no surprise in that sense. Um, you know, eventually Shelly and Fraser Price will have to slow down, but, you know, still ran pretty stinking fast. But uh, yeah, the blowout nature of it. It's not a surprise when you run 1061 that it's a that it's a. Uh, that it's a blowout, but the, the fact that she ran that was was surprising. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Women's 400, Miller Weibo winning 48 36, gets a PB, but Paulino and Felix is where it gets surprising. Also, uh, yeah, Felix is on, this Wiki- on the Wikipedia page. On the Wikipedia yeah. page, it has, because Felix is 35, they have it listed as a Masters World Record. Which I just think is something. Wait, since when I is not expect? That's hilarious. But when is since when is thirty five been a Masters? I thought it was forty. No. No, it starts at it starts at well. There's age groups going up: 35, 40, 45, and then every five years from there. So the old mark was okay. Uh, let's see. Well, she had all the old marks, I guess, because of yes. uh, this year. This should not have been a new thing, but I just did not think of her as a Masters athlete. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, let's go to. 800, a thing, Mo. Uh, gold. Yeah, that was 
I Hodgkinson, guess the time silver. The time, yeah, Hodgkinson, and then the times behind Mo uh, mm-hmm. would have been uh, slightly surprising, but I, I don't know. The one, two, three, not. I, I don't know. Maybe a four. You know what I was thinking earlier, Kevin. You know who would have been fun to see a thing Mo race? Caster Semenya, and mm-hmm. throw in Francine Niansaba too. Why not? Maybe Margaret Wambui. All those women against a thing yeah. Mo that would have been fun. Anyways. Yeah. Wait. Well, you could look at the four hundred say and say Mboma of Namibia yeah. versus Shana Milawebo would have been yeah. interesting as well. I so, will say going. This was. I will say. I. I come in. I know the 400, Fran, uh, Shawnee Miller-Weibo winning, not a tremendous surprise based on everything she's done. Uh, she was the defending champion. Of course, you know, she broke a lot of rules by diving at the end of the, in Rio. We know that we know that Jeff is on uh, passing, I should say. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the fact that she <laughs> ran so joke, well. Folks. Yeah, that's a joke. Uh, the fact that she ran so well after completely bombing out of the 200 final was kind of a surprise. I was... I was like, oh, you just kind of don't really know what you're going to get with Shawnee Miller-Weibo sometimes. She's a little inconsistent in the championships, has, has had some dazzling moments. But the fact that she ran at 48-36 without Solway Nasser to chase, and she did that after running 24 seconds in the 200 final, uh, whatever that was a couple nights ago, pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just pace work. It was pace work. So she ran... She got that 24 down, so she knew what it was in her legs. She, she knew, knew what it felt like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, think she, I think she shut it down. Listen, what about this? What about when Emmanuel Career fall started in the 400 and came back and got 800-meter gold? So sometimes you got to measure Yeah, that's like the, the Mac Luffy from 2012 pulling out of the 800 and then winning the 1500. It's like a uh, – shouldn't know. you get disqualified? You know. or, no, I'm just kidding. No, it was an actual false start, and Miller Weibo started the race. I don't think she went to the well and ran 24 seconds. I'm just going to go out on a limb yeah. and say that. I think I think yeah. she knew that she was not going to be in it and then shut it down, and I think it was a good decision because not only did she win, she ran the best time of her life. Best time yep. of her life. Yeah. All right. Well, Kevin, on uh, this uh, stream, I have 12 minutes and 49 seconds <laughs> left. Um, so... We don't have much time, more time together. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, hopefully, I'll switch over to, uh, switch over to Fubo TV, TV, and I'll be ready to go. We got a uh, what, what's going on with Poland right here? They have feed bags, like in the Tour de France. Looks like she just stopped in at at, at your local wow. uh, Whole Foods and picked or up Bucky's. a couple things. I've never seen that. Yeah, Bucky. Oh, those are water bottles. What? I think what. That doesn't seem very seem very economical there. I mean, <laughs> call me crazy, but that seems like a waste of time. You don't think it's a good idea to bring all your water bottles in a plastic bag? <laughs> you don't think that's a good idea? You're, you're, How was your race? Well, I had to again. carry my water the whole time, so that was a little tough. Uh, anyways. Uh, a metaphor come to life. Let's finish these ones, and then I wanna, we can talk about the shoes real quick we got a shot of the shoes oh what hold uh, on keep, hold on i can watch the marathon live on fubo.tv hold on hold on okay. oh we're back well, Kevin. Well, i'm good okay faith kipiegon laura okay. mir safan hassan you know given everything with hassan it's hard to predict but kipiegon winning the gold not not a shock i give that a two hassan I did, yeah, and i didn't Sagai. know why i mean i understand 
I understand the, the, the excitement for the triple. I, I, I never gave Hassan a shot to win. I mean, okay, that's a stretch. But I, I, I thought Kipyegon, that's exactly what I thought would happen. Yeah, sorry. Okay, a little dramatic. But that's exactly what I thought would happen with Kipyegon. I mean, she's clearly been, you know, she ran. I know she was second in 2019, but you add on another event for Hassan, she falls at Kipyegon's, you know, two more years removed from that, from her pregnancy. I just, mm-hmm. that, that seemed pretty predictable to me. And I thought, uh, you know, it'd be if that I, I did think Hassan obviously would get silver, uh, the race of Laura Mir's life in the championships, no doubt, because normally she mm-hmm. finds a way to screw it up. Uh, but she figured this one out this time. So good for her. Uh, that one wasn't too surprising, though. So I don't know. Yeah, and, two, and and then I got both hurdle races at a one, maybe the high hurdles at a two. But Camacho Quinn's been so good all year. Yeah, that one not not a surprise at all. The 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 women's that that is, uh, yeah. And the time wasn't as fast, obviously, as we thought it. Based on what everything else we've seen, it was a you know the time was kind of disappointing. But well, oh well. So I got thirty nine fifty two on the clock. The women's marathon, still a big pack. Okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. You know what I'm thinking right now, Kevin? Is Sephora looks like a nice place to visit. Looks like a nice city. It uh, just looks streets beautiful. are real, real cleaned off. Looks nice. You know, if someone told me they're running in Tokyo, I would not have any idea that the, I, I would not be able to be like, hey, are we sure that's Tokyo? I, or uh, that, look, mm-hmm. that looks like Sephora. I would, I would. I do not know the difference. So um, they could have kept it a secret for me that they moved it to Sephora. I mean, they didn't because some people would know, but I, I certainly would not be able to tell you that that's Sephora and, and not Tokyo. So I'd throw that you out got there. Sally Kipiego up there at the front with Molly Seidel. Like the U.S. is running aggressively. I think that's Tulimuk that I'm seeing in the back there with the white with the yeah. white hat they're doing a lot of shots of the trailing pack here and i mean that's going to change i think later at least i hope because i don't want to see 40th place in the last kilometer but uh i want to lock in on this lock in on this front pack well, there's sharon also oh that, sharon ice there's the bag between yeah Diego and uh Seidel. it must be pretty warm they are just dousing themselves with uh with the agua so that is uh yeah, Seidel's like running ice all the way all the way around her back, and yeah, this looks uh, this looks a little tough. A lot worse than my seventy-two degree uh, bedroom right now. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, and Chepnigich, we you know she's proven in extreme heat again, which is why yeah. I think she's going to be around when the deciding my, the decisive miles come. Oh, cool! We have our first mm-hmm. guy running next to the women's pack appearance oh they cut away oh there he is Dang it. yeah it's you look road racing is it's not a real road race until you have at least one spectator trying to keep up with them on the side of the road so um all right mine went to commercial let's uh shoes so i'm interested in this lincoln because yeah remember back in the 2020 u.s olympic marathon trials the story was basically shoes Oh, there was a whole room yes. of alpha flies that you oh yeah i forgot about that. allegedly tried to sneak into uh to see you just wanted to see what was in there and and you were not allowed to do that <laughs> and then it, all the half of the questions at the press conference seemed to be about there were more questions about the shoes 
than COVID. And this was a month before everything got shut down for COVID. Do Not even a month. Like... No, it was like two weeks. Two weeks. The end of February. Really? That's it? Oh, it was the end of February. Okay. So yeah. now we're here in now we're here in, in 2021, August. We have this road race. And I feel like the discussion has obviously lessened a bit. And I think it's attributable to two reasons. One, back then it was just a Nike thing and everybody's trying to catch up. And now you have different yeah. shoe companies coming up with their own shoes. And two, the new shoe discussion has transferred to the track and everybody talking about yep. the spikes and, and the, the dragonflies, et cetera, et cetera. How do you see it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it's kept alive by obviously a few people. It seems like, uh, I think Nike has loved all of this. Uh, you're right at the time, obviously we were covering a marathon, so it's, we're not going to be talking about track spikes, but if my memory serves me correctly, we were just starting to hear around that time, the murmurs of, Oh, but the, and I, no, I guess that's, it was before that. Cause it was in Doha, Doha. We were, I, I feel like starting to hear, yeah. Oh, these, these new, spikes that the nike athletes have or at least some of them are wearing are mm -hmm. i mean for lack of a better term people were calling them cheater spikes uh and it's not my words but uh i think that you know people in the sport there's always gonna be people who are looking for for some controversy so i think it's good that some time obviously has has allowed companies to catch up uh i'm, I'm not a believer in 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 stirring the pot of shoe conspiracies um i'm and a lot, some of it is fatigue, um, uh, I, but I mean, I don't know. Like Carson Warholm just ran forty five ninety four in a non Nike spike. So some people are is he worth is he would he have been worth four, sub forty five seconds in Nike spike? I mean, probably not, right? Uh, no. So I think it's just the nature of of the uh, uh, of things, things shift. Even the people who are bringing up the shoe stuff get tired of it, and then oh, now there's there's new spikes things, and people get asked about it. Quotes are pulled out. Uh, you know, it, it's anything. I I'm never going to be one to complain about the media because I've been in the media, and I you know I, I I always think it's a cop out when people say that's just a media thing. It's like I. It, first off, everyone has a platform now. Anyone can make a controversy. It's not just a media thing. Um, but it, it's a controversy kept alive by a couple people. I hear, uh, the, it's funny. I was watching the, uh, the stream on the track a couple nights ago and Tim Hutchings tried to just throw in a comment about the shoes, about how there hasn't been much discussion about the, uh, the, uh, the spikes as far as like, I guess on the stream or maybe, and also in social media. And then the, well, maybe he wasn't prepared to talk about it, but his, his lead commentator just didn't even address it just like started talking about something else uh i think yeah. a lot of people are tired of hearing about it uh the i just i do not view it as a as big of a, a thing as possible i know technology's still gonna come um the good thing about this road race is no one no woman is gonna run 212 right now and uh because it's a slow race so i i think i tend to think the technology is I, I don't know, negated a little bit um, as we yeah. have my, uh, in the background, a true, tr true crime documentary. I'm still waiting to see uh, uh, about uh, these shoes.
anyways, I've rambled for, for a bit here, but uh, it is not anything I spend time thinking about anymore. Yeah, I think on the road, there's been all this time to catch up because of 2020. So any imbalances that were there, they might still exist, but it's much smaller than it was before. And then now you're seeing that same argument transfer to the track where you had all these people wearing non-Nike athletes wearing Nike spikes and not be, you know, you know, getting released for their contracts so they could run in these Nike spikes. But I would guess by the time 2022 rolls around, the development will have caught up or people will have found the shoe that they're comfortable in and then gone from there. But the, in you know what's also it, i was going to say what slowed this down too is is the coronavirus i think people have found even in the track community even if you're still paying attention uh the it feels dumb to complain about shoe technology when we've got uh, it's just there's been other there's been bigger things at hand in the world than complaining about what's on people's feet so uh it seems like such a small like issue now i'm sure it's not for, for the athletes the but. track is the big issue now Track. Now that yeah, we're track. To, there there is a constant need, and it's a human it's a human thing. I, I you know a, a tendency to just find some new way to explain a fast time. Oh, it's got to be it's got to be. I mean, it, you know, I I know that Bob Bob Beeman's jump in Mexico City was uh, at at altitude, but imagine if that had happened now. I mean, people would be mm-hmm. like, "Well, what in the what was the board? Uh, were there springs under there?" You know, and the board company would wanting to market their board to other, (laughs) I don't know, track, potential track builders and purchasers. I don't know. They'd be like, yeah, it's it's the springiest (laughs) board you've ever seen. We really built it with a lot of technology, you know, and that stirs the controversy when all they're really doing is putting marketing out for their product. I mean, that's what Mondo is doing with the track and that's what Nike's doing, too. And I just think it's all so dumb. But anyways. Yeah, I think to people, they go down the list of like, how can I lessen this performance? And for a while, and then you 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 check off the familiar boxes. And then with this one, it's like, oh, the track, it's the track issue, which is funny because they're talking about how crazy the times are, which we know that there were some insane times, right? We know that the Warholm Benjamin race and the McLaughlin Muhammad race were insane. They were really fast. And we know that Thompson hurrah running number two all time is, is quick, but from the outside looking in of someone who just tuned into track this week, they are saying, wow, cool guys. You had three world records. Three. That's it. Yeah. Not, I mean, not swimming like where it's, where it's 20, it's three at night in swimming a lot yeah. of the times. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like, to say that this is going to like lessen people's interest in track, and this is what we got into yeah. before when we talked about the shoes, it's it's almost the opposite. You'd want to make the track faster to get more people interested in track, so they're seeing yeah. historic performances. Hundred percent, and I I agree with it entirely. And I I just don't. It's not like there weren't fast times before there were quote unquote super shoes. I I just think people tend to get faster as we continue to learn more information. Shoemakers make better shoes and athletes get faster and there's always progression. Um, I know there are some, you know, some events where you go 30 to 40 years without a world record. And I think the right athlete has has to come along. And, you know, uh, so that that can 
just because there's a world record doesn't mean there's something nefarious going on. I just, I, I, sometimes it does, we know that, but it doesn't mean it every time. And just, if somebody runs faster than somebody else, it's, we don't have to be up in arms about it. Is It's, it's typically a good thing when world records are, are set. So yeah, I, uh, I'm just very much over it, uh, over the old, uh, the shoe, the shoe take the technology and the anti-technology movement. I just, I, I, I don't understand it. It's done nothing negative to the sport in my eyes. I, I don't, I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. Once it got to be balanced, I think that was the key thing. It's just like, is everybody on yeah. even playing or relatively even playing field? Because when you have a sport that's fueled by sponsorship of shoe companies who are developing new products, you can always say, Hey, <laughs> this person's going to have more resources than that person. This person can, can try this new technology this other person can get. So it's, it's never going to be completely equal, but now at least we're, we're closer to it. It is hotting up in this marathon. Lincoln and a yeah, like this uh, balance strategy by Chumba Bahrain. Contest. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> she'd give Gordon a run for his money with the with the uh, the balancing there. He's known to put a chair on top of his head, but try running a marathon with an ice pack, a melting ice pack on your head. It's, it's a new one. I think this, I think this race is starting to loosen up, and then I go back and oh wait, nope, they're all there together. So you got. Maida and Seidel up there, all the all the big players are there from Kenya and Ethiopia. And just a lot of shots at people way back in the pack still. We're doing that. Yeah, still. they tend to I do that we're... in championship marathons. I will say, Kevin, it's good, uh, you know, with this new crop of um, American. And I know that Tulia Mock and Kip Yego are veterans of the marathon, but the with this new era where we no longer you know shalane flanagan's not running anymore des lennon didn't make the team um and amy craggs retired and obviously Kara goucher there before that but this new crop of women representing uh the u.s in the marathon you you when you haven't seen some of them race in a bit and and they're they're an experience at the olympic marathon it's you kind of worry is you know, is everybody going to show up healthy? And, and, but the, the Americans, I, I don't think they're going to end up probably all, you know, in, in this final pack when the, when moves are starting to be made, but it does seem that everyone's healthy. I know Seidel's got some tape on her knee, but it's just good after it's been so long since the trials, obviously, to just have all Americans be up there and, and, and healthy. It's just, it's, you you're reminded, I think back of, you know, Ryan Hall in London, Des Linden in, in London as well, you know, and Abdi, uh, I believe Abdi dropped out in 2012. Uh, it, it, it's just not a guarantee that everyone's going to show up healthy. So it's uh, it's at least good to see that they're just out there going for it. I don't think they're going to, you know, notch top five finishes, but you, you just never know. You got to be, you got to be able to run the full race. And it looks like we're at least going to have that from the Americans. So good sign. Right. And there's still so much, I mean, distance left too, but you just look at the amount of people that are in this group. You got Melanie Elmore of um, Canada. You got Schlumpf of Switzerland. You got Jeptu of France. You got all sorts of countries represented in that front group. It's not like we're down to the, to just the Ken- Kenyans and the Ethiopians. Um, no, and, and we will be eventually, right? Up. Yeah. I mean, this, this, yeah. this will be, I mean, it almost, you wonder like, what is the best path for one of these Americans who are, you know, 
huge underdogs. Like, is it, would it have been more likely for them to pick up a medal if somebody had taken it out fast and like five people went with them and then you have people drop off, drop, you know, really, you know, implode basically. And then you pick people off because this tactical, the slower nature of the race, I mean, it, to me, it, it, it makes it much harder because you know, somebody at 30 K is just going to, you know, launch, uh, for lack of yeah, a better yeah. term. Uh, and I just, we, the Americans, it, don't have that that foot speed to match a chip nuggets to match a to match a uh, certainly a cause guy so uh i'm not trying to be negative just too much here but you you kind of want somebody to take it out early and that that gives that little breakaway chance for people to pull back and and then that's how you pick up a medal if you're an underdog like like Seidel, Kipiego or Tulimon but here's what we forget sometime with the olympic marathon we were we look at the gap and in many times there is a gap between the U.S. and the top seeds. But then we forget that there's just a bigger gap between the U.S. and that next tier. There's a whole bunch of other countries that are yeah, slower. Yeah. So when you're like, okay, who's the top 20 in this marathon or who's the top 15? It makes plenty of sense to be like, yeah, the, the Americans will be in there if there's 15, 20 people left. And that's that's sure. the situation here too with with sure. uh, Sally Kipiego and – Molly Seidel. There's just, there's people who have, you know, they are much better in just P, in terms of PRs, in terms of major marathon performances than a lot of these athletes. And that's what's showing. Now, this is still so early, so they could ultimately yeah. regret this move. Basically, all that to say nothing's happened yet, but nothing has happened in this race. Yeah, but I've, this has been a good ad for me for Sephora tourism industry. I may have to visit someday, Kevin. Uh, this is <laughs> looking like a pretty nice city. Kevin, I'm going to step away just for a moment to help my five-year-old. Yeah, yeah. He's got a question. Uh, this this no uh, child child help brought to you by BetterHelp. No, I'm just kidding. I'll be right back, though. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll take you off camera. We'll go full screen to me. So you got questions, put them in the, in the chat here. Looks like we're seeing um, a move being made at the moment now. Well, Maeda's up at the front. Saw a little, is that a little teamwork there we're seeing between Seidel and and uh, Sally Kipiego? Are they handing something off there? I can't tell. I can't tell what that picture is of, Travis. Looks like they're, they're sharing something. We saw them sharing sponges earlier on, so it makes sense. But you still got no uh, no definitive moves there up front and i don't think anybody's in a hurry to to take the lead oh it's ice it's ice they're sharing a bag of ice man major 7-eleven run needed to take place before this race to get all the bags all the ice shout out to the organizers for making this making this go um again you got questions throw them in the chat predictions for this race or predictions for the last session on the track or the men's marathon that's going to happen about 24 hours from now. Throw them in the chat. Got that nice overhead shot there, about 15 or 20. Yeah, maybe closer to 15, actually. Looks, looks like uh, someone asked, does anyone know if Sydney and Delilah are still in Tokyo or back in the U.S., given they're meant to ship out within two days of their event final? Well, I hope they're running the 4x4. Four four. I hope they're not back in the U.S. They need to be in, <laughs> in Tokyo still. They're in the they're in the 4x4. Four four. Um Lincoln, I think something interesting happened here. And What's up? With, well, we had talked before about 
the four by four. That had been the long discussion. Who's going to be in the four by four? Who's going to be in the, the four by four? Um, and a lot of people could make a claim for it. And we talked about Allison Felix. Would she make the, her way on the team? A thing, Mo, she's yeah. run uh, ridiculously fast this year. And then you have Muhammad and McLaughlin, not 400 meter flat runners, but ran on the relay in 2019. And obviously you could extrapolate how fast they would go if they went all out. It's pretty clear now the four that they're going to select, I think, with an option of a, of a of fifth. But Felix getting a bronze medal and being the number one U.S. runner in the Olympic final just made things a lot easier. I think a thing Mo will get a spot with Muhammad and McLaughlin, but if not, I guess you'd run back Quinera Hayes, although she had a rough time out of lane two. But what what do you think of the women's four by four? Well, yeah, I mean, it should be some form of Muhammad McLaughlin, uh, which it was in Doha. So that, I don't think that'll be in trouble uh, with Allison Felix. That one's obvious. Uh, and then uh, I think Mo, but I don't know if they'll put Mo on because she's not, she's an 800 meter runner and Hayes, what, won USA's and then was a finalist in the yeah. 400. She just happened to run poor in the, in the, in the final. Um you know, you're not losing too much either way. I do think it would be awesome to have the upstart in the thing, Mo, young phenom with somebody who's kind of on the way out uh, in, you know, an, an all-time great in Allison Felix, put them on the same team. And then these two great 400-meter hurdlers. I mean, that's a really fun group. I'm not, no discredit to Hayes. We'll see. Uh, that, that should that should clearly be the team. Um, but you're not, it's not like you're going to lose the gold, I don't think, if you put Hayes on instead of Mo. But it's, you know, those three, Muhammad, uh, McLaughlin, and Felix, those are guaranteed in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, and it it could have been a lot more complicated if Felix had finished fifth and Hayes had finished fourth, but that didn't yeah. ultimately – or Jonathan had made the final, but that ultimately didn't happen. So I think it's pretty straightforward. Jamaica's going to have a good team. Jamaica's going to have a really good team because they got 4-5 in the open four – with McPherson and McLeod both going uh, well under 50 seconds, you'd think maybe Sharika Jackson would come back. Remember how good she was in the 400 mm -hmm. before she moved to the one and the two, and, and you have a strong foundation for a team there too. They also, you know, Geneve Russell from the, the four-meter hurdles could be in the mix. So, mm. yeah, I think I think this is going to be a two-team a two race, obviously, and – U.S. should win it with their firepower up front, but Jamaica is going to push them here, and they're going to need um, – they're going to need – they don't have much margin for error. Um, so it's good that mm -hmm. Felix is running basically the fastest. Uh, she's run, run the second-best time of her, her life, and then McLaughlin and Muhammad look like they're going to go even faster than they did in, in Doha. Uh, I want to talk about the men's race in a second, but we got – uh, a DNF there. That's Yamur yeah, yeah. of Ethiopia who just stepped off. By the way, your audio got really crappy when you came back in. I don't know if that's just me, but I don't know. Did your son steal your microphone or something? Oh, geez. Let's see. Hopefully. Okay. All right. Lincoln is working on it. We're working Thanks on it, to folks. the great production here of Colt. And Travis, we're making sure that Lincoln knows which buttons to click. It's difficult. He's out there, Taylor, Texas, 
technology, not his for not his strong suit. He just learned about command command C uh, when he was at Flow. He did not know how to copy and paste things with shortcuts. It was all just he would manually type things over until Gordon found out one day, and Gordon was just furious with him. Anyway, all right, so we got this. Let's reset this group. Maida, Seidel, Kip Yego. We got Chepnegic, Jep Cheer Cheer, and Cos Guy. Sal Peter is up there as well. Elmore is up there. Uh, looks to be about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I don't know, 15 still. It still, still hasn't gotten going here yet. Lincoln, are you able to talk now? Yeah, can you hear me? Do I, do I sound okay? Still sounds terrible, but whatever. Okay. It's fine. People are commenting We're, in the chat. Sounds like he's using his webcam mic, not the mic. It's good. We got tech golly, going people on. Are, the just didn't, I'm I'm trying to fix this, folks. I'm trying to I'm trying to get this. Yeah. Didn't think people would be so well, let critical. Me, I, you know. No, they're trying to help. Uh, 19 in the front pack. Someone in the chat said 19 in the front pack. Um, let's talk about the let's talk about the men's four by four though, real quick. U.S. got the top time in qualifying. All the times were fast. You had to run under three minutes to make it to the final. Now, of course, the U.S. men did not run Benjamin, Norman, or Cherry. So they have a couple options here, too, and they have a couple sure things. One sure thing, I think Ryan Benjamin anchors. You take that to the bank, you lock that in. Second sure thing, you get Cherry in there. Obviously, PB'd in the final of the Open Four, just missed a medal. Norman needs to run. He was just a few tenths, a few hundredths away from Cherry in there. Not the race he wanted, but he is still the next best guy. Then that next group is a bit wide open because they had, you can find the splits out there of, of the group that ran in the first round. Deadman was in, in that group. Vernon Norwood was in that group. Randolph Ross was in the group and Trevor Stewart. They ran, they did the USA and T group there with 50% of the guys from North Carolina A and T. I don't think anybody necessarily blew it out of the water with that, with that quartet. So maybe you go with Norwood and the experience and he's your fourth guy, but there's also another guy looming Lincoln who's run yeah. some four hundreds in his day. I've heard of him. That's a guy by the name of Fred Curley. What do you think they yeah. should do? Um, how's my mic sounding? First off, good to go. Okay. Uh, what do I think they should do? Yeah. I mean, I would love to see the redemption tour with Fred Curley. I uh, don't think they will do that. Um, so I would, I mean, Randolph Ross should, uh, it looks like here these splits. It looks like Deadman had the fastest yeah. split. That can be a little deceiving, though. Mm -hmm. Um, gosh, I, I I think they should Deadman go ran with Curley. Well. That, yeah, Deadman ran well in Hungary. Remember he beat he beat Norman in that race. It was second to Gardner. Okay, I mean, there's not two. I mean, I wouldn't go with Stewart. Uh, obviously, I, yeah, maybe they'll go with Deadman. I mean, I guess if you if you're looking at it from a, a perspective of you know who's got the hot hand, I guess do it take it to Deadman. I don't think they'll actually put Curly on there because he's kind of right now switched from from the event. He may not 
you know, who knows if he could run a sub 44 right now. I'm sure he could, but you know, he's been training differently, uh, a little bit differently, I would imagine. So, uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know. Uh, I would say, uh, put Deadman on there. You agree though, Rye Benjamin's got to anchor? Well, yeah, with how Norman is just off right now, you know, he just hasn't been, uh, he hasn't been his 43, 45 self this year. And uh, yeah. And Rye Benjamin, let's see what he can do. I mean, we know he's got, I mean, it's, I I think he could run 43. He could split faster than 43, five right now, based on what he's doing in the Mm foreign hurdles. So, and what he's done previously in the open four and in the four by four. So, uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. He's running the best of anyone. Uh, I, I have pretty good faith in that this team will win. Um, uh, you know, Norman for his relative struggles, knowing from uh, compared to his his standard, I guess, uh, is a bit of a question mark. But the guy can run a stinking four by four. I mean, let's not forget what he did. Mm-hmm you know, three years ago at the, when he split what, like 43 O or something. So, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, this, this team should win. I, yeah, sure. You can have Benjamin anchor. I don't think it matters too. I think a little bit too much pressure is put on who runs the anchor in a four by four. It's, I, I'm not too concerned about who want, well, runs with legs. Is, if there is pressure, that's the person you want with it is Rye Benjamin. When's yeah. But I mean, Rye I'm Benjamin's just saying, had a bad race. He's he's lost races because he happens to be going against the greatest 400 meter hurdler uh, of this like, of all time, basically fastest for sure. I mean, people can talk about Edwin Moses and stuff, but he, you know, he's he never underperforms, and that's what you. I mean, he has the best top end right now of anybody in that group, and he's the most reliable. So you put those two things together, I think it's a no brainer that he needs to anchor that uh, anchor that relay. Yeah, and I mean, maybe I just maybe they just put Cole Hawker after his fifteen hundred. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that'd be fun if they just did an all distance runner uh, at the Olympics. Um, yeah, I just don't. I mean, they should win this relay. I, I who uh, who offers the stiffest challenge? You said it, a lot of people went sub three. I'm trying to remember who's usually good in the men's four by four. Who am I? thinking of it can't be jamaica their heat was the fastest and the runner-up was botswana with a 358 then you had poland 358 but trinidad oh sorry 258 258 358 is yeah when uh the 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 a the the r team gets out there not not the b team not the b team the r team uh trinidad tobago 258 italy 258 netherlands 259 jamaica 259 and belgium 259 that was the, I, yeah i mean the, f- the list the yeah i mean that, that on paper the u.s should with with benjamin and norman and cherry should absolutely crush any of these people so i i don't i'm not worried about who's running what legs i see that everybody ran comparable times but my goodness the talent on the u.s team is just extraordinarily at a higher level than than the rest of these groups uh so it'll be a pretty big disappointment if they don't come away with gold here there's just you know uh just not enough talent uh, for can everybody you, else but i, I just I, I don't see how it happens can you pull up those splits again travis one more time because none of the teams in that final really featured that i can think of big time because the 400 was gardner right and bahamas isn't in it 
it was Zambrano. Yeah. Colombia didn't qualify. Uh, and then yeah. it was Karai James, Granada's in, not in there. And then you get to the Americans in four and five. I just want to see if there's anybody in this group that anybody split sub 44 that I can see. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Doria Botswana's... Botswana closed with a 43.95. Anybody in the second heat that did it? That's still not, I mean, 43.95 is fast, but it's not like, I don't know. It's well, not out of When Michael world. Cherry runs, when Michael Cherry runs 44 low in an open, he can definitely split yeah. 43 high yeah, on a relay or the equivalent, depending on his yeah. leg. And he, yeah, and then Nathan Allen, okay. 43.93, and Zalewski, right, I mean, 43.7. And there's only Lincoln two Borley brothers. There's only two Borley brothers on Belgium's team. I mean, they're only they're only scary when they have all three. So I, I just I'm not worried about it. Yeah, yeah. They need Again, to be. Joke. They need Sorry. to be ready. They, 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 they need to be ready. And I think things like the order are going to matter because these teams aren't going to going to back down. And they also have the capability of putting multiple guys out there who can split mm-hmm. forty three. Like very low forty threes, and you know all those were mm-hmm. were forty three highs. So the possibility of Rye Benjamin splitting a a forty three two, pretty good if you look at his history in the four hundred, and look at the fact that he's running forty six point one in a four hundred meter hurdle race. Yeah, that's not bad. It's <laughs> it's uh it's not bad. That race over anything else will is I I, I feel like that. Uh, it's it's the event obviously i'm biased towards track and field but it's the event of the entire uh olympic this olympics in my opinion i i uh oh, wow. i i just don't know i'm trying to think of the other iconic moments i dressel for in swimming did really well i guess but i just what warholm did ripping off his shirt his jersey i just it stands out yeah. it stands out <laughs> all right let's check back in are we we're at about halfway here i see 20 kilometers and there we go. Sal Peter is at the front. Hopefully, we'll get this halfway split here. Jeff Cheer Cheer. So that's 20K. That's not 21K. 21.1K. Jeff Cheer Cheer, Chep Negic, Dereje, Koskai, uh, Kajeta of Germany, who's good. I've, uh, she's been, she's been that's right. solid on the roads before. Seidel is there. Johannes and then Kipiego. Chumba, Debaba, Chemutai, that next group. I want to see, though, how many people, because it's tough. They surge. They surge to get into this water stop, which is really, again, basically stopping at 7-Eleven because you're grabbing bags of ice, you're grabbing water bottles, you're grabbing <laughs> stuff for your friends. I see a couple people out there with sun chips, which is an interesting choice. Um, and, then it, and then it bunches back together. So you think that there's going to be a move, but it's really they're just jostling for that best parking spot when they stop for these for these goodies here. But I see, okay, here I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven away. So Seidel's not in that group and Kipiego's not in that group. Now maybe that'll close back together a bit once we get out of the, get farther away from, from the water station. But there was at least a little bit of a separation there, which sure. can't be, which can't be welcomed at this point of the race. Yeah. Well, it's welcome as far as just for my viewing exclusively, selfishly, because this has been a dull one, Kevin, to start out. I will say this is uh, 
this is a, a, a little slow going. I know it's a marathon. It's hot and it is a championship race. There's Molly Seidel's uh, warm up today. <laughs> Got in an, a quick not 0.96 at 8:41 pace. Um, so now we know how she warms up. That's good to know. There you go. There you go. There you she go. Found time to post um, that. Maybe Impressive. an auto. Maybe she's went back to the oh yeah hotel or something or it sinks automatically yeah yeah i'm not sure i'm i i'm old school i plug mine in and i never plug it in okay i think this is if the camera would zoom back a little bit is this the group uh one two there we go of course we missed the break kevin of course we missed it it was about 11 it wasn't much of a break it was just yeah okay so derege is back she's off the pace so it looks like we're down to one from ethiopia which should be debaba we have Seidel and Kipiego's back in there. So this is halfway here. Halfway at 115. My goodness. 115.13. So Jepcher, Chair, Dereje. Sorry, it's Dereje, not Dababa. Sal Peter, Cosguy, Seidel, Chepnegets, Kajeta, Kipiego, Shumba, Johannes. And then it went to a commercial break. So I think there's, is there a 10 in that group? I'm trying to figure out. Travis has got like these aerial shots. It's like it's like a Jason Bourne movie or something like that. On the yeah, <laughs> it looks like eleven. Eleven, okay. Eleven in this top group. Americans still all there, right? Or so, did I miss something? I think they're all there. Tulia Mux, Tulia Mux, not in that group, but Seidel ah. and Kip Diego. Yeah. So one fifteen. 14 is the half. That's why the Americans are all to, still there because 115. According to Ryan in the chat. Well, you got to adjust it for the heat. This is this is good, though. If there's only 11, there's only 11 left. And, yeah, it's and a good sign. You're one of the two. You got to you got to be there. You got to be but there. But this isn't London can, either. This is I mean, you just looked at the, the entry list. It's great. They're in position. This is absolutely as much as you could ask for out of this American group. But you looked at the start list, just not a ton of depth at this. You know, they cut the field size down a little bit. I don't know if that would have made a difference about the the, the event no. being deeper. It's, the Olympic marathon's never incredibly deep given the country limits. But uh, this one in particular, I don't know. I just, it was, besides, uh, you know, Kenyon's three, this, there weren't a ton of, names that just popped off the page so uh no kevin uh tuli mock's still there oh she is yeah where are you seeing oh uh, she's in the blue Her. hat up she's actually i think currently in second no she, i think she might be in first place currently so where i'm seeing her kevin is in first place that's that's where i'm seeing her <laughs> what's her Hold on. Was her chip not sinking? I think, Travis, can you pull it up must the, have, the result? It must not. It must have missed. Unless that's unless Kevin, that's Sal Peter, and I'm just. But I twenty three. Unless that's Sal Peter. Well, scroll down. Uh, scroll down, Travis. Is she farther? Is she listed farther down on this? If she's totally missing, that makes sense, right? That would make more sense. Yeah, she's in seventy second. She's two minutes back. You're you're looking at okay. Else. So that I'm so oh I'm so, okay. I'm sorry. So that just looks like her, but I think yeah, it's Sal Peter. Okay. Well, now I feel like an idiot. I made a joke and everything, and then I will say it does. But now, obviously, you see the kits are are different. But they you know they got the white top like the American team and and uh, 
there there be the confusion. Sorry about that, folks. So I know I, a lot of people were I think hanging the, on every word I said. Yeah, I think the marathoners the up here. The, yeah, sorry. There's like seven people in the chat telling you that you're wrong. Just, but it's delayed, so yeah. I find out about it after, which is, is not not as much help. I needed Lincoln to instantly tell me he's wrong. Um, all right. This is sure. Yeah, the U.S. Going. The U.S. So the U.S. like uniforms, they had the relay uniforms, right, which were different yeah. than the regular uniforms, right. which are different than the yeah. marathon uniforms. So they've been. They've been switching them out. I get it for this. You don't want to be wearing a dark a dark shirt. Also, they've started a, a drinking game in the chat. Every time you apologize, someone drinks. So I don't want to oh. influence their drinking, but anytime you say you're sorry, they are, well, they are drinking. Well, gosh, I am very sorry about that. the fact that I uh, <laughs> have been doing that. And so I'm really sorry again. Uh, <laughs> as far as the hierarchy of the U.S. kits, it's got to be the, these marathon ones for me. These are these are looking pretty clean. Uh, I, the relay uh, ones look not, like some Captain America stuff. I, the relay ones, yeah. Like I, I, I'll like be it. honest. I'm usually not the guy to be like to rank uniforms. That's more your space, Kevin. But uh, yep, yep, yep. I was. I was not the biggest fan of those. I just thought there was way too much going on. Now I'm glad they've they've changed them from you know the twenty the twenty sixteen style because they kind of went with that for a few years and and they went with that all the way through twenty nineteen. But uh, hmm. there's just I don't know. There's just too too much too much going on with those to me for me. But uh, they it kind of I don't know. It just looks like a you know how like in like gas stations you can buy like a hat of the local NFL team, but it's like clearly like a second hand, like it's a hat that is not officially sanctioned by the NFL. That kind of looks like what that these yeah. uniforms are. They're like the USA kits that somebody just made at their house. That's kind of what it reminds me of. <laughs> so you like the marathon ones better, the simple blue script over. Yeah. Yeah. I just it's just, it's much, much easier. I, much. Simpler. I just didn't like all those. I didn't like all those years when it was just like solid red, basically. Yeah, no, so no, I, no. I, 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 like I, I agree. They're they're trying. It's good. You're not knocking the effort. Um, I want to ask you about something else. So there's been a lot of talk about the U.S. medal count here, and the U.S. is you know they haven't. U.S. men haven't won a medal on the track at all. A gold medal, that is, just just Krauser in the field so far. Could change tomorrow with the four by four. But whenever I hear talk about US medal count and struggles, I think back to recent memory and the, the biggest struggle was that 2015 world championships where you were, where <laughs> yeah. the, the US, de depending on how you look at medal count, like if you look at gold or if you look at the whole thing, they were, they didn't even get to 20. And I think mm -hmm. both Kenya and Jamaica got more medals, got gold, more gold medals than, than they did. The total count was uh, actually 16 for Kenya, 12 for Jamaica, 18 for the U.S. So they got more total medals. Let me start this again. Yeah. You were at the 2015 championship, Lincoln, when <laughs> the U.S. only got 18 medals. They only got 18 medals. Six of them were gold. Jamaica and Kenya had seven golds apiece. What do you remember about that? Do you see any parallels to what's going on this year? Yeah, I mean, it, it it doesn't seem as uh, – that's why I, 
seeing the narrative and I get it now when I, when I, you know, see how many favorites we had coming into the U S had coming into this meet that this has been a disappointing meet, but to me, it doesn't compare to, to Beijing. Beijing was, was much worse. Things were seemed much more dire. Cause really besides, I feel like besides Gatlin, I know he didn't win gold, but I, you know, he won, uh, I think he got silver in the hundred and the two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm-hmm. It's there, there was just nothing, you know, the 400, I, I could be wrong. There could be a couple in there that I'm missing, but you know, nothing in the 400, nothing in the 800, nothing in the 15, the, uh, the silver the, the in the 400 was nothing. with merit. So, so okay. silver okay. Merit. My bad. I forgot. So, yeah. 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 Merit, merit, merit to, to Van Niekerk. Okay. But it just felt like it was much more dire than this, uh, the, the, this, this obviously a, a lack of golds here, but, 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 um, the, Beijing was just a lack of medals, period. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like this was the list. It was, as you mentioned, Gatlin, silver in the 100 and 200, Merritt, silver in the 400, nothing, no medals in the eight, no medals in the 15, no medals in the five, 10, marathon. Aries Merritt got a bronze in the high hurdles, nothing in the 400 meter hurdles, nothing in the steeple, uh, four by one, nothing. They won gold in the four by four. And then, in the field, Taylor, Kovacs, Eaton all got gold. So there were three field oh, yeah, event golds, right. which okay. is going to be right, and that's going to be more for the men this time around, right? But you just look at the overall total of medals; it's it's way down. And the women, the women struggled there too. Whereas here, the women are doing pretty well. Allison Felix was the mm-hmm. only uh, gold medalist on the track, and then on the field in the field, it was just Tiana Bartoletta. So. I bring this to mm-hmm. bring this up to say what happened after 2015 to 2019 where the next time you're at the world championships in 2019 the US got over 30 medals and they got gold medals all over the place which set them up for this lofty goal going into 2021 what ha- what changed between 2015 with USA track and field and 2019 absolutely nothing is the answer they did not do anything different because you can't do anything different because yeah. you can't fire the coach. Which coach are you going to fire? They'll have different coaches. You're going to move the yeah. Olympic trials around. You're going to change the way the NCAA system is. No, you're not going to do that stuff. That 2015, I mean, it was a comedy of errors, correct? The U.S. women's high yeah. hurdlers got shut out and people thought they could sweep going in. It was just, there was DQs. There was yeah. all sorts of issues that were that were a bit fluky, but it happens. It happens. It does. And it's tough to explain. It was, you know, just 2019 being the next, the, the, the second championship event I had covered, a global championship event I had covered. I was genuinely surprised with how well the U S did just coming off of my first experience, which was so poor for the U S. Um, yeah. so I guess maybe with Doha, it set a little bit of an expectation that there would be some dominance and there, you know, to be sure there's been some disappointments. It does happen. I don't think there's, I, you know, we tend to look at, you know, you take the failures of the four by one and you kind of extrapolate that out. And when there's, fa- yeah. I guess, disappointments in other events, we look at the whole thing like it was this massive failure. I mean, there's nothing we can necessarily attribute it to. Uh, it's not like, yeah, like you said, they, they, they don't have the same coaches. It's not like yeah. we're uh, it's like, well, they didn't get them ready. Everybody's talking to different people. It's not it's, it's a team only in. The fact that they were all from the same country. Relays, I, just relays. Know, it's, just, it's, it, 
Yeah, and it's just real. Yeah, well, and, and with the U.S. on the, uh, you know, and specifically the men, we know the problem is they, and I assume the women are the kids the same way, although they seem to be closer and, you know, have better handoffs for whatever reason. They don't practice together. And that's just, you know, that, that whether, I don't know why we continue to do that. It, you know, I, it, I, I, well, I do know to an extent it's because these athletes all have individual events that they obviously prioritize at a much higher level to the point where they're just never going to have the chance to come together too much. But it does seem still like there's even beyond that, there's a disinterest in practicing even to, you know, to an, when they do get together after U.S. teams have been made, there seems to be just this, this apathy towards, um, practicing the technical things that that really matter especially in the four by one and that's disappointing i i understand that but everything else is just in the flow of of an olympic games and it changes from 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 event yeah. to event i realize the olympics are higher but maybe next year at world championships that are in the u.s if there's a similar type of performance we can say wow they u.s really dropped the ball we're we're in our home country yeah. and we're not performing um maybe that will register a little bit more for me but i i don't look at it's not like i'm like watching this these events and i'm like oh my gosh i can't believe how badly u.s is doing i look at it as well you know the rest of the countries the rest of the world's pretty good at track and field you know there's i i know we're the best mm -hmm. at it but you know uh, we've known for, this is not a surprise in the four by one we've known this has been a problem for forever uh and uh yeah it's, well, it's not like they're out it of it, is, uh, right? It's just in the flow of things. Just like how the Yankees don't win the World Series every year. The Dodgers don't win the World Series every year. I know they spend the most money. They may have the most resources, but it's just, it's sometimes how the cookie crumbles, Kevin. And uh, you just got to live with it. <laughs> well, everybody's focusing on the men's one, two, four, high hurdles, low hurdles. And we'll put the relay aside for a second because we've talked about that ad nauseum yeah. on this pod and and because that is the one part that does have a team-ish component to it but silver in the 100 silver and bronze in the 200 they get shut out of the 400 but then silver in both hurdle races so those five races there were silvers in five of them it'd be one thing if they're not making finals and and you're basically going back yeah. to late you know early 2000s men's u.s distance running in the united states where they're just a non-factor they're still there just stuff's happening. The, th the reason why it's a big deal is because they had gold medal favorite in the 100. They had a gold medal favorite in the 200. They had the gold medal favorite probably up until a month ago or so in the 400. They had the gold medal favorite in the high hurdles. And they had a gold medal contender, we'll say, in the low hurdles. And it's interesting because of those event groups, like we talked about, the one who ran the best, right? was the one where the chance to get the gold medal was the least because you happen to be going up against Carson Warholm. It's just the way the it worked out. Of all time. Right. I yeah, mean, if, and don't make no mistake. I mean, there were some disappointments, right? Bramell completely, you know, underperformed for lack of, you know, for, <laughs> to, to put it mildly, he completely disappointed based on what we had seen in, in 2020, 2021, uh, uh before this and uh lyle's you know if you look at where he was in 2019 compared to the rest of the 200 field yeah he he disappointed mm -hmm. although you know he hadn't been up to that level prior to the immediately prior to the olympics uh you know um so i see the disappointment there with norman too again the guys run 43 45 but 
you know, he did take a step forward based on, I know he was injured in 2019, but he did make, take a step forward going up and what finishing fourth. I mean, uh, he may not be the, the fifth, generational fifth. talent fifth. Okay. He, he may not be the generational talent. You know, we thought he was the next coming of Van Niekerk. He may not be that. And, uh, and the 43, 45 may have thrown us off a bit, but he's kind of been, you know, he hasn't been dominant in the 400 for like two years now. So, I mean, yeah, it was disappointing, but relatively not surprising. So I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, there's a few guys who underperformed and then the rest of it, you're just going to lump it in, but it, it's a little convenient just to be like, well, Oh, look at this. And and then we didn't win the 800 and then we didn't win the 1500. Well, we had the reigning, you know, we had Donovan Brazier and he didn't even make the team. And then Centro was the defending champion in the 15. It's like, there's much more, there's many more factors that we're not including when we just like adding all these events and look at the lack of medals. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's a little convenient to try to make it look so negative. Yeah. You said that the favorites underperformed, but look at the people who got second and third in the trials and how well they ran. Fred Curley got a silver medal. Kenny Mm -hmm. Benarek got a silver medal. Michael Cherry ran his lifetime best and finished fourth. If I had told you going into the season that Michael Cherry is going to finish fourth, you would have liked the U.S. medal chances there. Look at Devin Allen runs 13-14, and gets fourth in the high hurdles. If I had told you that result, you'd be like, okay, Holloway, gold medal probably, or Holloway's going to run sub-13. So yeah, it was just, the, the, the group that struggled was the group who really had that, that potential to get gold, yeah. which is why the medal count gets, gets skewed and you have those issues. But you got to dig a little bit deeper, especially when you have a such a small sample size. Three out of every four years, yeah. there's a global championship to compare this to. And it's one meet that happens. And, and then we draw these conclusions from it. And, and I mean, I know uh, you're not, you know, uh, not including him on purpose, but in, and I know he didn't medal, but I mean, Arian 19, Arian Knighton is, is 17 years old and he got fourth in the, in the 200 at the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. you know, even if we're, cons- you know, it, I don't know if we're if if we're just looking at this event as a vacuum as a disappointment or or what it says about the future of U.S. track and field, but I think it's mm-hmm. going to be okay. Christian Coleman's coming back in the hundred. Arian Knighton is going to be, you know, may <laughs> by next year's time be the best two hundred meter runner in the world uh, at, at eighteen. Uh, you know, the eight hundred next year, uh, Donovan Brazier will be back. Uh, Grant Holloway will probably be the best hurt, high hurdle. Uh, high hurdler in the world next year you know you don't know what will happen with warholm and benjamin benjamin probably still chasing warholm i mean it i don't know it's i guess it's disappointing but it's it is for our long narrative here it is to me nothing close to to beijing beijing was just like like you said like a comedy of errors like you said the women's high hurdles nobody nobody meddling uh was a complete disaster uh you know the the it was just awful all around so this doesn't compare for me all right we've had another move here in the in the marathon as they're going to a aid station and things are broken up here seidel is still hanging as far as i can see with that group kip yego got okay. dropped but molly Seidel okay is, is that right is there yeah i'm looking see, at i'm the, seeing right, right now, now a, 
a Molly Seidel highlight package from the trial. So I, I guess I must be behind of where you're at right now, Kevin. Well, we are you just looking at probably split? on the, no, I'm on the world feed. So I'm probably, I'm not getting any of the highlights or any of the glitz and glam that you are Lincoln. I'm, well, just I'm on the, the USA the network, now. Kevin. Yeah. I am not on the, on USA, the USA network. network. So they have home of That's suits and various other nine. fantastic. There's nine left. There's nine left. So nine we left. have Cosguy, Jeff Chirchir, Chef Nuggets, Kajeta. We have Salpeter, Seidel. Uh, Melindy Elmore is in there. Travis, we have the latest splits up there. Is that possible to get? I don't know. Let's see. We're at 26.6K. But the, yeah, that's yeah, the that's Seidel, a group. And then, now and then, yeah, now they're panning back to the two, the two chasers who are said seven seconds back and kip Diego is is in that group so she's still she's still running well i think there's going to be some people fall off that front pack too so chance to to move up man seidel she's running well Ooh. she's hanging in there they just uh over here on the usa network they just showed her watch party back home and her mom looks to be uh a nervous wreck so i mean gotta be also having just a ton of fun fortunately they out here, I don't know if you saw, they have a dust box. Is that where you're supposed to put your uh, your <laughs> bottles that? after you drop them? Is that what they, is that, I, don't, I guess if you have any spare lint or dust, uh, you can drop that off while you're running in the Olympic marathon. Uh, yeah. I saw when yeah, uh, they, man, they've got, uh, they were at that that last water station, Jip Cheer Cheer surged to the front and then put two fingers out like she was ordering at a bar or something to make sure she got two water bottles so then she could... Oh. Hand off. Much more team oriented than the major marathons, where everyone has their special bottle and it's decorated, and then you're just mostly concerned about yourself. The Chumba is also still in there, and then is that Johannes from Namibia? I think that's right. Yeah, I believe that's, um, that's is that who it? that is. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. I, I guess I shouldn't be. I mean, I guess she showed, you know preternatural ability in the, in the marathon for Seidel with, you know, making the trials in her first marathon running pretty well in that London marathon last fall. But this is a big stage to be running this well. Uh, she is, I, we've still got a while to go, you know, we're just under, we're just about nine, nine plus miles to go. So obviously a lot can change, but this is a great performance from, from Seidel uh, just to be up here with this group. Mm -hmm. Someone asked who Gordon bet on. He bet on Perez Jip Cheer Cheer. So she's probably done for. It's still at this point. Probably not like that. Oh, here's his bets. Here's Gordon's bets if you want to see. So he's minus four hundred and two dollars right now. And, and he got But Jep Cheer Cheer is still Jep Cheer Cheer's still up there, Kevin. Yeah, but Gordon bet on her. So he only Oh, gets money I see what you're saying. Oh. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah, I mean, I, I know he got uh, Chalimo a medal. He bet on that, so that that hit. Uh, he's got this, mm -hmm. what has he got? The the Katie Najot and Johannes Vetter parlay. Parlay. That will yeah, probably, yeah. Which, that'll probably Vetter hit. Vetter should win. Vetter is the favorite yeah, of all that, favorites. That'll probably but hit. How many times have we said that? Yeah, yeah. That would get him 540. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot here that's like, eh, maybe. Maybe Ingerbritsen gold, maybe four four by four yeah, Great Britain. Possible. You put the women's four by four for Great Britain, you put 
it's for one spot basically because us and jamaica are going to be there rub to metal he's really big on mahuchik she looks I, I good but that. you're laying money yeah. and the obiri thing plus 800 i get it because you want a big big return but man i don't know latenza yeah. is pretty dang good now i missed this he bet on everything what is it was this like five thousand dollars worth of bets? How many? How much money did he put into this? I th- I think he did about a hundred, usually a hundred bucks per event, but in some of them he did less. He was up at nine hundred bucks at one point. He his whole thing was, I'm gonna end up even, and then I'm gonna show that betting is kind of dumb. But here's the other side of that: you could lose money in betting. You could lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could. Yeah, you can. You, you can absolutely lose lose money on that. Gordon's yeah. four 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 thousand five hundred dollars. That's what I'm seeing on the screen yeah. here as Travis communicates through here. That's uh, they you know listen. Everybody knows we make the well. I'm not. I can't say we anymore because I don't work there. Um, but you know, flow track employees make the big bucks and can bet. <laughs> he didn't have kids. Bet that type he of money. Uh, I guess so. I guess that's where all my money goes. It disappears to down the down the well of children's toys. But uh. <laughs> Hey, uh, yeah, my goodness, that's quite the that's quite the cash to, to throw down on that. When he was pl- he was up whatever nine hundred bucks. I said quit and just say you're going to keep going, and just keep keep filling out your spreadsheet and keep your bets, but don't actually bet. But he won't listen to me. But uh, yeah, that's see, that's what I you know you could have just he's bet he's betting on them to medal in the four by four. Someone asked why is he betting on them to Great Britain to win the four by four? It's to medal in the four by four. What was his I'm I'm trying to see. Oh, those are like his. Go- so we have like his good performances here. I want to see his like his really ugly ones. Where are well? Wait, these green all look is good. winning. Red is losing. So he lost with Sagai. Oh, those are his. Lost I, with I thought he had negative. Oh, I thought he had. I thought he had negative. Um, okay, I thought well, one was negative. Okay, so he really got. He had Baker winning gold in the hundred. What is he doing? Oh, he bet on Baker and Curly. I see. I see what he was doing. Okay um okay benjamin gold yeah see i could have told him to not do that uh deanna price that one was that was some unfortunate miller weibo yeah, medal in the two he's had he's had some tough ones uh he's had some tough ones I, the the almond i you know i will say he's matched that with uh some pretty some yeah. pretty good ones i mean parlaying the kenny harrison medal with the valerie almond gold that's a that's a pretty <laughs> solid parlay there um the tentaglue well, yeah, gold too that that was good clutch clutch yeah i mm-hmm. i like his uh weiss weiss Edinger in the discus to metal like with a plus 225 he got himself off to a really good start with some with a, yeah. with a niche pick there but then he complains about you know he barely lost on on ricky you know he lost on curly relatively close he lost a lot of his close but he also tentaglue that was the last attempt that he lost in so he lost this isn't even this is the one where the guy isn't even updated because scantling and williams he had them to metal he lost both of those and then uh okay and the holloway Hol- the triple holloway ooh, the triple ruined his parlay. parlay oh yeah yeah he had That's it tough. and then he lost it that was tough cherry just missed cherry just missed the medal but he got it with chalimo so there you go that's a gordon yeah. uh betting update for <laughs> Everybody I mean, there. he's doing better than I would have done, right? But that's why I don't bet. That's why I don't gamble. That's I quit basically. when I got to 900. 
I said, yeah. I said, this is what I would do. The only, cause you know, famously I said, I'm going to put everything on no allows, but going into the Olympics, what I would have done is I saw if I actually was had money to bet is Krauser was minus 300, <laughs> which means you'd have to lay 300 to win 100. But I actually would have bet that. I actually would have bet that. Done that. Yeah. Yeah. Bet. Like that, that, that was the surest thing out there. Now you could say, oh, in retrospect, sure. You should have known, you know, you could have, you know, Miller Weibo would have made sense, but that's, that's the one you could probably get some good value on some to metal odds. But in terms of gold, it was, it was Krauser. It was always Krauser. That's where we should have focused all of our attention. You know, um, Travis is always trolling here. You, I guess you lost your house the other night in the 200. Yeah, I, I, it says yeah, Kevin I is betting his house on Noah Lyles winning Olympic gold. I don't want to talk about that anymore. It's been. Yeah, Seidel's in I the didn't front. Know. I didn't know. Molly Seidel. Yeah. She's does your this thing. Does your mortgage company know that they they <laughs> they uh they can re reclaim the house? I guess they've See, always had the house. A, uh, the the difference bank, in me and Gordon. I, say. I I hypothetically bet things. He yeah, literally yeah. bets things. That's it between the two of us. Yeah. Did this is a story developing here with with Seidel? in this group and again a lot yeah. of, a lot of time still left to go we still got 13 kilometers but she's sticking herself in there yeah it's uh i i mean there's been some moves and she's covered them and you know she's been a part of the group making the moves so it's it's pretty remarkable given that this is her her third marathon uh and the people she is up against are all-time greats. So that's that's pretty solid. We talked briefly about the 4x4s. I want to get your opinion on the men's 1500 that's tomorrow. And mm -hmm. a lot of interest in the United States and around the world because we got medal hopes from, from all over the place with Timothy Chariot, Jakob Ingebrigtsen, Great Britain as well represented, Australia – as well to Cole Hawker in there for the United States. What do you think? I, I as we're seeing now in this, this tweet that uh, that Tuli Mock had to drop Tuli out Mock. at 20k. So yeah. uh, that is a uh, that is sorry her her handle threw me off for a little bit. I didn't I didn't know who that was, uh, but then I saw who was the person tweeting it and uh, realized quickly who it was. Uh, what do I? Uh, I'm sorry, your question. Men's fifteen hundred. Okay. Go. There you go. Men's fifteen hundred. There you go. Uh, Talk about um, it for at least three. Minutes. I think a lot go. of here's what I think. Very very fast. Uh, semifinals. What there was an Olympic record in the second semi. Mm -hmm. uh, I tend to think it would be easy just be like, okay, Chariot, Ingebrigtsen, something, some form of that. There are a lot of people running really well. And these, the, the heats of the 1500 have been choppy with a lot of bodies going around with, I, it's, I, I, uh, I don't know if Chariot's going to run like he did in Doha. Cause I don't know if he's quite in that shape. Um, but if he does, that will be good for people staying on their feet because I, this to me has been trending towards it's going to be very, very messy in this in this final. Just how how packed everything has been. I know that's how heats tend to go, but if if Chariot doesn't take it out, this I I think we could have a major upset with. I don't think 
Hawker is going to win gold, but I definitely think he can medal uh, just just based on how good he looked finishing next to and I think beating Timothy Cherry. I know it was a semi, but um, my point being, I mean, anyone from Ingebrigtsen could win gold to Stuart McSwain could win gold. I, I It just doesn't have the feel of Chariot being that favorite like he was in 2019. Uh, it won't surprise me, obviously, if he wins, but I, I, I really think it's a pretty wide open race. I think even if Chariot doesn't take the pace and push it, someone else will, namely Stuart McSwain. Mm -hmm. That guy just seems yeah. like he abhors yeah, right. running in a pack, and I love it. I love it about him. Yeah. He'll just make a move midway through, going back to the Aussie champs, when he's just like, all right, I'm going to go to the front, and I'm going to risk it all and end up getting out kicked. But he puts himself out there all the time. Normally when we go into this 1500 final, we say, well, what type of race is it going to be? And what type of race favors which runner? I think we know it's going to be fast. And all the runners are capable of that because the heats have all been fast. You mentioned Abel Kipsang yeah. running 331 in the semi. And then the other semi was 333. Any other year, you'd say that's yeah. pretty quick. It was a couple seconds slower than the, the, uh, the, the heat. The other heat though so i think it's i'm with you i think it's going to be quick and i think everybody is prepared for it which makes it so wide open not just for gold but even for for the bronze and silver medals yeah i think if if i try to put myself in the the mindset of okay if chariot cross the line first but you know went a, a little bit faster cross the line first would i be more confident in him and probably yes. So maybe I'm underselling his odds just based on that one semifinal performance. Yeah, I guess it's also, I mean, I know he was dealing with something, I guess, but you know, finishing fourth at Kenyan trials and he ran at what he ran a PB he ran a PR he run a personal best in Monaco. Yeah. yeah. It just doesn't have the same feel as going into Doha. I don't know why. Uh, I, I will stop our 1500 analysis just for a second to to update the uh viewers who for whatever reason aren't watching at home but are watching us uh chip Nagic has been dropped in the in the women's marathon short of 19 miles so that's a that is a uh an update to be had here and molly seidel still hanging yeah. on my goodness uh i i honestly think kevin i i just based on the i've just been so impressed by hawker i mean making that final, not just the fact that he had to PR, but just the 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 ability to position himself, given that he's twenty and was literally a you know was a was a college freshman uh, uh, this past season. I, n nothing will surprise me. I mean, I guess I, okay, I should say I, I a gold against Ingebrigtsen and 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 uh, and uh, and Chariot sure. would surprise me, but I I I. I I will not be surprised if he gets a medal tomorrow. I, I think he has just exceeded everyone's expectations at almost every race throughout this year. And and the ability to make the final when when Matt Centrowitz couldn't make the final, uh, they, you know, as far as we know, an in-shape Matt Centrowitz couldn't make the final. I, I think Hawker uh, is is just as capable as some is, you know, he's I think he's in the same category. Uh, as as the Brits, as far as Kerr and Whiteman, uh, you know that those type of guys that that are you know right there on the cusp of getting a medal, uh, and and just behind the guys like Chariot and and uh, Ingebrigtsen, and it's it's going to be it, it's really the race I look forward to. I mean, the men's fifteen hundred has kind of always been my favorite event, so I'm just uh, I'm stoked to to watch that one. 
Yeah, and I think with Hawker, there's a lot of parallels to that 2011 Central run where he goes from NCAAs, wins, USAs, and then exactly. ends up meddling yeah. in, in Daegu. So the, the story as it's written would be Hawker managing to pull out a medal. It's just that event, it's just the style in which they've run is just transformed over the last couple of years, which makes it yeah. in some ways easier to predict because it's, it's probably going to be a 329. Like if it goes out tactical, I would be absolutely stunned. Yeah. If it goes out slow. I just, yeah. there's too many just, guys, there's too many guys who like to push now because that's what they've been used to running. All the, the thing was though, it was... Pace. It was cherry, yeah. It was choppy at three thirty one pace, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's exactly. not like it's just going to exactly. be a clean. It, it's not going to be a clean race, even if it's a three twenty eight race. I, it seems feels like everybody's capable of running that right now. Uh, we're approaching. Uh, we're at nineteen and a half miles. Molly Seidel currently in first place in the Olympic women's marathon. I, I know we expect yeah. some things to change here, but don't want to miss out and talk about how just absolutely stunning that uh stunning that development is yeah she's hanging in there you got sal peter up there derege so you said chep Negic dropped off which means you just have Kazguy and jep Chirchir in there elmore of canada am i seeing that right and then we got germany kateja and then trumba of bahrain is that it is that the whole i think that might be the whole group man mm. you know that Kevin, we're, they we're not they shared off. a the, oh yeah they shared the USA Network shared a uh, a note that a 2004 Molly Seidel wrote that she said she wanted to be my my greatest wish is to be an Olympic gold medalist one day it uh it's not off the table just yet so what year was that that'd be that'd be quite the that'd be quite the uh, accomplishment for. And, and you put that gold medal right next to that that note she writes wrote back in 2004. That makes for a nice little uh, mantelpiece, if you will. Mm -hmm. Well, 04 was the last time American woman medaled in this event. Dina Castor. How fitting. Getting the bronze. How fitting. Yeah. She there looks go. really mentioned. good. This isn't just a we're hanging on. to And I mean, like, I, I, I know I'm not like, like, saying anything revelatory here but like she has survived the initial waves that usually break down like a newcomer yeah. someone who's having the race of their life in the olympics so and, and 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 she's leading this pack she's not just hanging on so i they they haven't done anything you know they haven't dropped any sub 16s or anything yet but but still yeah. this is this is impressive sub 16 5000 meter splits i should say yeah all right. Well, I, and I want to focus, be able to focus on the end of this race. So, real quick, you you only have you have three and a half minutes to answer this question, Lincoln. Okay. Uh, about the women's women's ten thousand tomorrow. You got Safan Hassan doing the last leg of her Hassanathon. She already has a gold and a bronze. Yeah. Now the longest race. She's going to get pushed there, of course, by Latenza Betgade, who has the world record. How do you see that race playing out? I think it's going to be incredibly fast. I think the the world record. I think Gaday needs to try to set the world record in the race. I think that's the smart. I mean, she already has the world record, but you know, I think that's your best play for a fatigued. Obviously, I mean, she's not going to leave it toward to a last mile. We're not going to have a Doha all over again where Hassan's going to split three fifty nine the last fifteen hundred. That would be dumb if that if that happens. I think we will see a world record. Uh, 
that that's just kind of, you know, we saw that in Rio and then we know we have two women who have set world records this year in the, in the women's 10,000 in this race. And I know Hassan's going to be a little compromised coming off of now running six races or five races, but uh, this being her sixth race. But I, I think um, the best move obviously for Gaudet is to take it out hard and, and, you know, and I, that, I think that will resort result in a, in a world record. Maybe, I mean, we've seen a sub 46 in the men's, uh, in the men's foreign hurdles, maybe we get our first sub twenty nine tomorrow. What do you think? Wow. Possibility. Well, we have to put the caveat about the conditions because they haven't been great. Now you wouldn't have been able to yeah. tell because the races, by and large, are, are pretty quick. That men's five k ended up being sub thirteen, and then the heats have been quick in a lot of these races as well, too. Yeah, with those two, it's it's possible. And I know Hassan is planning on going after the world record in Brussels again anyway, post this race, but it's not going to be Hassan. Hassan does not want the world record pace in this no, race. No, I wouldn't think so. She wants, Although that she would wants be pretty Hassan-like. <laughs> she wants G'day to to overthink it, slow it down, and then take advantage. That's what that's what she wants mm-hmm. to have happen. But it's going to be it's right. going to be tough. It's going to be tough. There's just a lot of races in your legs. And as you saw today in the 1500, she's she's human. She's human. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. All right. Back to the marathon where this pack continues to be led by Molly Seidel. With 10 Looks like Travis got a tweet go. here reminding us that she once ran a turkey trot in a turkey costume. Might be able to and Photoshop a medal her... onto that photo. Oh, we had somebody else drop. Oh, it's Chip. No, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm I'm talking multiple things at once. Uh, Chep, Chep Nagic is now walking. So that's uh, why I don't good. pick things. What did I say? Yeah. She'll be able to withstand the heat. She won in Doha. Not today. It'll be it'll be fine. Uh, someone asked in the chat. Maybe she's only good at attempt another double in Eugene, given how well Elaine is running and with Gabby possibly improving. Um. I mean, it depends on how the schedule looks. I think it's always good to keep your options open. And I don't think, obviously, like, Thompson Hurrah has been great in the Olympics. But then look at, not like, look at the time between 2016 and and now. She's run some really fast times. She got runner-up to Daphne Shippers in Worlds. But nothing is is guaranteed that you're going to be able to pull your performance from one year to the, to the next. So yeah. I would just say... I mean, look at how much the 400 changed this year. Look at how many people who were fast either couldn't run the race or decided not to run the race. So if you're able to do both, I still think do both. Give yourself the most options for gold. I, I know they've already made the schedule for Eugene. I don't have it in front of me, but if that's a possibility, do both. But I think clearly the 400 would be her her better route to gold if she just had to pick one, all things being equal. Yeah. And I, I'm not, I don't want to just, I, I would like to extrapolate on that topic. I do want to say in the women's marathon, it, it's not a, like a huge break yet, but as, as far as this top oh, five wow. is settled, but there is now a, a five, a, a five, a group of five here that have separated and, and Seidel still, still in that pack. I can't, this is, this is, and that it, it almost is like, might be separating down to four, Kevin, the uh, metal chances. Now we still have. You know, we still have five and a half miles to go here, but my goodness, is Seidel going to hang on? I, I, I would have not thought this was possible. This is, uh, this is impressive. 
Yeah, I remember weather was not great in Atlanta either, and that was a tough course, and that's what they used but, to qualify. But it was the opposite, right? Windy, very windy that day. It was yeah. not. Yeah, it was Cold. not incredibly Jeff hot. Jeff Cheer really trying to put the hammer down, I think, a little bit here. So you have Jeff Cheer and Cos Guy up there. Yeah. Are we are we calling this a pack of five? It's hard to tell when they go to the water well, station. Well, see this 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 yeah this water station looks to have separated a little bit here, and I thought maybe Seidel was losing contract, but I think she was just like stepping out to the side to to get the water. Yeah, it's a pack of five. Yeah, so I thought it was maybe going to get down to four, but it looks like the athlete from I, I, is that Chumba. It looks like uh, mm-hmm. she Bahrain. has latched back on the the Byrani athlete. So it's a pack of five. There's no doubt about that. Um, and and Seidel is is right there in basically second or third place. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you look at her 2020 and 2021. 2021, she ran two half marathons and a 10,000 on the track. And then you go back to 2020, she ran and qualified in Atlanta. And then remember, she did that London marathon that was on the loop course. She yep. finished sixth yep. in 225, which was her PB, a good result, but obviously far off the the win there from Costco. But this is a different race than... than uh-huh those London marathons or even the Olympic trials. So man, yeah, to be in the mix and this late in I, the race is not on anybody's is not on anybody's list of uh, possibilities, I think. I I just want to point out maybe we can get a screenshot pulled up. Uh Jeb Cheer right now running with a water bottle tucked in her jersey. I don't think I've ever seen that. It shows you how warm it must be. Uh I, I have ne- I don't think in uh, in as they say in all my years of commentating <laughs> on uh, marathons I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. It's uh it's some conditions. There we go. Yeah, see on the left side there that that white blob is a water bottle. Just tucking it in her shirt, just bringing it along for the ride. Normally you uh carry that. Also I I yeah. m- maybe other people can tell me what is the deal with this like uh futuristic car that is going along here as they as they run this thing looks like it's from like 2040 or something it's still in the show still yeah in the show yeah it looks, it's very futuristic the jetsons are going to pop out of it at any moment <laughs> yeah the the people that that this group has left in their wake are 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 very good as i mentioned kajeta from germany is solid so all three ethiopians are off the pace chep negich looked like a dnf there's a lot of talent yeah. that's not going to be either that or she's going to walk five miles that. in. That would be it's it's a, enough of a enough of a uh, a loop I think to where they can maybe they get picked up by the futuristic car. That's a consolation prize. That's they've got like thirty people in that car right now. It's like a clown car. Uh, Molly Seidel so, less than five miles ago in first in first place. So Connor says it's ice in her kit. So I think that's a bag of ice. Oh, so basically, and that looks. She's. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see the bag now. Okay. She's basically recreated an ice vest here. That's what she's done. Yeah. You see athletes wearing them to to warm up and in the call room. That's that's okay. what. That's what she's doing here. She's just making her own ice vest. I guess we'll see and, what and the proper on the way is. The screen. To do this. We've got the. Oh yeah. I was, I, I was gonna say we'll see yeah. the, the proper way to do this when when Rupp runs tomorrow. 
Yeah. Like whatever, whatever, whatever strategy he uses with ice, I mean, I don't know what it's going to be, yeah. but whatever he does is going to be uh, something to behold. He's just going to have USA painted along his chest. He's not even going to wear a, 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 a single. There's our, the uh, 2042 edition of the Toyota Camry uh, driving along. <laughs> <laughs> along those beautiful Sapporo streets. Yeah. Still with five here. Four, excuse me. Four, five, five. Did Sal? Uh, no, yeah, Sal Peter's still there. Excuse me. Uh, Chumba looks like she's drifting though. Lincoln. Chumba looks like she's vulnerable. Sal Peter's still there. Yeah, this is. Uh, we're at two o. For those of you just joining, uh, or you want to sync, so that way there's no spoilers. I'm at two o two forty on my feed um at 35 kilometers and looks like the winner is going to come from one of these five i don't necessarily feel confident in saying the medalists are for sure going to come from these five because in conditions like this when things start to go bad they can go real bad oh it I'm sorry, I had to drop my AirPods. They they just they they need some charging. So hopefully this doesn't ruin everything we're doing. So it was an actual Toyota car. Yeah, I oh, am yeah, uh, as as Travis. It's a it's a self driving Escort. Wow, that's it. That is uh that is fancy. Uh, it does appear, Kevin, if we're watching our stream, that the 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 athlete in fifth, I think that was Chumba, starting to fall off mm -hmm. a little bit. Seidel though. Still, just one in four tough. chance. One and now one we're down to four. four. If Gordon's seeing if he can put if he can put eighty thousand dollars on Molly Seidel right now to to make up for his losses. <laughs> well, he's got he's got Jim Cheerchir just to medal, so I think he's he's in a good good position. I'm seeing a split here in the chat: sixteen fifty four last five k. Well, Chumba still hanging, still hanging. I don't think she's out of it yet. Okay. Yeah, she keeps yo-yoing, right? And uh, mm -hmm. wow, the they're showing the Molly Seidel watch party, Kevin. It's raining at the Molly Seidel watch party. I don't know if that's a good omen or not. Maybe it's raining metals, perhaps. It's outside. Know. Yeah, they're they're Someone's they're being responsible, Kevin. They're being responsible. Someone's someone smarter than me needs to analyze, and I'm sure there'll there be some go. threads afterwards on this. The the cost benefit analysis. Like the, I get the ice to to cool you down, but the weight. Got to factor that in too. You do, you do. Um, you you know, the U.S. have an advantage wearing these white kits. I mean, Kenya's got these dark reds, the beehive mm -hmm. look, uh, honeycomb. Which I mean, I'm a fan of, but practically, can you know, is is it the best? Is it the best wear right now? You got Sal Peter and Seidel wearing the white. So mm -hmm. looks like I like to another I like to think break here. I like to think that there was no plan with this. She just was so hot that she said, give me all the ice. I'm going to put it in my yeah. jersey. And then that was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it looks like, uh, you know, looks like the uh, Olympics were prepared for the heat. This is an LA 2016, the trials where they're giving out like uh, used rags to, to, for people to cool down. Then they had, they had all the ice, ready to go um so yeah props on them along with the self-driving toyota car 
Yeah. Well, not yet. Let's let's wait to see. I can't make up my mind about Chumba. You're right. Yo-yoing is exactly what mm-hmm. she's doing. I, I wonder now just how much Jeff Chirchir and Cause Guy in particular. Sal Peter's solid too. Not to not to discount her. She's she's uh, phenomenal. Has a fast PB, but you know, Cause Guy's run two fourteen. So mm. is she gonna be able to use use some of that? Is she gonna be able to like has this felt easy or are we because of the heat, is it is it a much more even playing field? Well, Ben Ben Rosario, coach of NAZ Elite, you know, with his athlete DNFing, he's down to he is now the Sephora US Molly Seidel correspondent there. Uh and saying as as we can read here, Molly super locked in. Didn't grab her personal water, but but or her f- personal fluids, but got some got some water down to down to five, man. They're, people are people are to drinking to to this. You're th- you're thinking four. four. Well, I I've just I don't know about you, but I've been in a commercial break, and uh, you're right. Okay. okay, now I'm back, and it is does appear to, that Chumba has uh, has dropped off, maybe for good. So, wow. And we are inside four miles to go. This is an incredible story developing here. And listen, it's not like the U S women haven't been a factor in the marathon at the Olympics and before Joan Benoit Samuelson, obviously I mentioned Dina Castor in Oh four, getting a medal in, in Rio Flanagan, Lyndon and Craig went six, seven, nine. So that was a pretty solid performance there. It, uh, Flanagan was 10th in 2012. But this is this is a shock because those runners came in with a lot more experience than than Seidel came in with just a couple yeah, of marathons. Yeah, and they weren't on her belt. in the mix for the medals. I mean that that was different than now. Granted, in 2016, you know, very likely that the top two finishers were up to no good, right? Uh, and so that maybe the U.S. Americans would have been in better contention contention had dopers not been in front of them. Uh, but in any case. This is a different level, you know. Getting sixth, seventh, and ninth is great, but this is you know being being in contention for for a gold. I I know you know that, but I mean this just and and given how inexperienced she is in this event, this is uh, this is pretty remarkable. We just don't usually see well, Americans sixth- in, in 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 championship races. This I I know I know uh, Craig got bronze in 2017, but the Olympics are a, yeah, a different level when it comes to the marathon. I think we can all agree to that, and uh, this is remarkable. Yeah. Well, it was just it was just some gong, right? That was that one or was there an issue with other medalists in, in Rio? No, I mean some gong and then the, oh, the oh, silver medalist, Kerwa. I'm sure. Kerwa. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. She was suspended yeah. in 2019, May 2019. Okay. All right, yeah. back to the race. Here we go. Another shot of the dust box. Still not sure what that is. I know more about the car than the dust box at this point. Um, yeah, so I'm, we're, we're still wondering about the dust flips. box. There's been a couple of them. Maybe it's lost and found. I I don't. I'm not sure. Like, do they just have that much dust in in Sephora that it's necessary to compile it in their own separate receptacles? It's it's who can That's say. That's a good point. We're not we're not sure here. A lot of shots of the backpack still. We're doing a lot of one shots here of people struggling in seventh. And we're about at 5K to go. So oh, I'm going to need to bad win. Japanese English. Ah, I see. 
Yeah, what's a dust box? Okay, people are commenting. It's what they think. I get it. Their now. word "gomibako" is in English. They mean trash can, garbage bin, wastebasket. Okay, I kind of like that. I'm going to use that though. I'm going to say, "Hey, I'm going to go to Target. Yeah, I need the... to pick up a new dust box." <laughs> yeah, it's good. That's a that's a it's fun, right? It's kind of like earth sports. You just pick up some niche track mm -hmm. and field things and you, you run with them, right? Where's your feed showing? Are we, do we have the same? I know we have different mechanisms, but are you looking at two people way down the list right now? Or are you on the front, the leaders? Uh, no, I'm, I'm up with the top four, two, 10, 20 just passed. And they have an aerial view of our top four of cause guy, Jeff okay, Koski so we'll, or Jeff, Jeff Cheer Cheer, I should say, uh, Sal Peter and Seidel. She's still carrying the ice. She's still got the yeah. ice. You can't, you, you, you got to think it's a, it's an inefficiency at this point. Kevin, I got to step away just for a moment. I'll be right back uh, to conclude yeah. this women's marathon. <laughs> All right. Well, Lincoln will be back in a second. He is concluding the, the women's marathon here. So less than four miles to go now. And Molly Seidel is in contention in the U.S. Women's Marathon. What a story developing here. Uh, put your predictions now in the chat if you're watching this live. Put your predictions in. Let us know who's going to win, what's going to happen, because this has already been shocking so far. And just as I say that, it looks like Koskai and Jep Chirchir are putting pressure on the field. And Sal Peter is following, and then there's a little bit of space back to Seidel. So this is the first time we've seen Molly Seidel drop off this pack, and we're just under five kilometers to go now. So we'll see if she can rebound or at least hold her position. But this is going to be a great race developing. Look like Jeff Chirchir just looked over at Koska and kind of smiled at her. Again, I don't, it's just hard to tell how much they've put out. They've obviously run so much faster than this. You got 5K left in this race, and Kazgai's PB is 214, which would be two minutes from now, basically. That's how, that's how fast she's run a marathon in. And Molly Seidel's just, just really going for it here with women who have PBs that are 10 minutes faster than her, more than 10 minutes faster than her this is just incredibly incredibly impressive i mean if the, if she could rally for the bronze that would be insane um this is just a fun one to watch uh pat casey 59 meter runner does not like commercials right now nor do i i don't like any more cutaways back to the to the 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 chase pack either and this is where you get in that spot when you're watching a marathon when you can't really tell how big the gap is because it'll look real close and then they'll do a side shot and then you'll be like, oh, okay. They're a lot closer than they are. So I can't tell. And I think we're going to get a lot of Jep Cheer Cheer and Koskai shots. And I don't know how much, uh, hopefully we'll stay on Salpeter and, and Seidel enough to see how that develops. Because right now I'm looking at Seidel going past Salpeter here. So she's up into the bronze medal position. Still a ton left to run here. But, oh, and Sal Peter stopped. Oh, my goodness. So Sal Peter's out of it. So Seidel has a clear run at bronze 
at worst. And now Salpeter is walking. And I don't know how far back. Okay, now we're seeing. So Ethiopia is, that must be, that must be Dereje who went by. And it's tough to tell because she got gapped a lot earlier. So it's tough to tell how much faster or slower she's running than Seidel. And again, there's still 4K left. So there's other people that could factor in that last split that we have. Is this the most updated split, Travis, from from 202? Because Dereja at that point was 12 seconds back. Yeah, we don't have anything until 40K. So we're going to be flying blind. Just have to get your best estimate based on what you see out there. But that's heartbreaking for Sal Peter to go from in potential gold medal position to, okay, I can get a bronze to now you're out of the race. In entirely wonder if Seidel's oh. move, her counter there, uh, is what put her out. So now you have Jeff Kevin, it appears making I a move missed something. What Pasca. happened? You missed everything. Uh, yeah, there's a gap. So when did you stop? Uh, well, uh, the Kenyans pushed Peter to the front. wasn't walking when I was last here, so she yeah. dropped out. She dropped out, but that came after she was in third. There was a move, the two Kenyans moved. Sal Peter was in third. Seidel, there was a little bit of gap between Sal Peter and Seidel. Uh, Seidel caught up, then Sal Peter dropped, and that's where we're at right now. Wow. And now, and now I'm wondering, uh, Dereje, does she have a chance to catch Seidel? Like, how comfortable is Seidel's bronze medal position right now? Yeah. Is what I'm wondering. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, she, she would have to, she, she. I would think she would have to fall apart pretty pretty well here, but yeah, maybe Dereje saved something. But just the fact that she wasn't in that that group of five, uh, you would think she she can't catch her, but still two miles to go. Yeah, it was at about it was about ten seconds when it was thirty five k, but that's like thirteen minutes ago now, and it's tough to gauge yeah. exactly. I guess you could you could count once you see markers on the road, but it looks like Seidel is closer to the leaders than she than yeah. the fourth place yeah. version is to her and yeah you know what this, this reminds me of kevin hmm. this reminds me of rup's bronze medal run in in rio where the questions were you know okay so he's obviously not going to get silver or, or gold but you know is he going to hang on it's just kind of what it reminds me of with with Seidel yeah. here and they showed on my feed they showed her entire family they've gone from sitting down to they're now all crouched immediately in front of the tv as we get inside two miles there you go there's the feed uh yeah i imagine they're a little excited there in the uh in seidel land so it's a six second gap to seidel and then i'm wondering what's the gap on the other end because you know they have they have someone to work with <laughs> the kenyans here yeah. over the last the last part and I don't, yeah. I, I imagine they're going to be, I mean, they're looking around a lot, but okay. So there's the leaders, 10 seconds, Seidel. Is that, so is that saying by basically 20 seconds from Seidel to Dereje? Mm. That's how I'm interpreting. That's how I'm interpreting. That, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not impossible to make up, but you know, Seidel doesn't show any signs to me of just like, I'm falling apart. So mm -hmm. it's, it's good. I mean, and she doesn't look like it's not out of the question based on my feed. Maybe I'm wrong, but that she could. She could catch back up to the leader. I mean, I, I, it's unlikely, but it's it looks more likely that she'd catch up to the leaders than than get reeled in. Not more likely, but um, she's closer to the leaders than than fourth place is to her. So that's good. 
for her. Well, you know, when that gap formed, she did, you're right. She didn't fall apart. It wasn't yeah, like, yeah. Hey, my race is over. And as soon as you, as soon as you apply the slightest amount of pressure, I'm going to crumple. And yeah, you can see she's yeah. stuck in there pretty good. And yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if that group behind her is, is getting closer, but she is, she is sticking herself right in there. And if, if the Kenyans here pay too much attention to each other and not continue to push the pace, Seidel could work her way right back. Into That's a good this. point. That's a really good point. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't necessarily think about that, but it, it, it's, it's remarkable. I mean, one Dutch, obviously we've said that she's even here, but if you get in this point where they drop you and you know, you're in a metal position for her to still like to, to be conscious and be like, I'm going to try to fight to get back up to this group is is brave and admirable if, if that's you know what she's doing which it looks like and not just like i gotta hang on to this spot i mean i guess the best method to hang on to this spot is still be fighting for the win but man yeah i well, am listen, uh, listen, you know I, yeah go ahead well i'm saying so bridget cost guy pb 214.04 perez jeb cheer cheer pr 217.1 six do you know what molly seidel's pr is lincoln probably 225 molly seidel's so we have a 214 a 217 and a 225 yeah battling out for these medals it's uh i mean that's that is major championship mar uh, that that is championship marathoning in a nutshell right is like you end up with that type of discrepancy. I mean, you look back on uh, the you know the woman who won in Beijing. I, f I forget her name from wherever it was, Romania, and is like winning. It's just it doesn't ma necessarily make sense based on what you see elsewhere. But um, that's kind of what I was alluding to at the top. You end up in the in these Olympic races with some wacky results, and I didn't know that it would be Seidel. Um, but gosh, this is uh, this is crazy, and I, I you know. It looks could be deceiving, but it doesn't appear that she's out of the the top two discussion. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll see. But they are uh, just about it's to hit 40 k twenty on the clock at at forty k. So two nineteen fifty nine at at forty k. Six seconds back, so the lead has not grown at all. And yeah, maybe these mm -hmm. two are measuring each other up, and then they're going to have another burst over the last sure. kilometer. But I mean, we're still waiting for fourth place to come through. So she's looking really good for. Oh bronze. my gosh! And then, and not not out of the question that she could take gold. Not not even out of the question yet. It's uh, it's pretty stunning. It just looks so good too. No breakdown at all. Um, and uh, you know we've seen Jeff Cheer Cheer. I mean, intelligently, smartly, but you know, really sucking on the you know having those ice bags and dumping water all over herself. And Seidel's done that yeah. for, to be sure as well, but not to the extent. It just looks really, really confident and strong. Well, now she's going with the bike lane strategy. She is running in the bike lane. Yeah. Well, now she's and now she's running exactly the tangents, over to the baby. to to the table. She was on a completely different course from Kazguy and and Jep mm -hmm. Cheer. So now Jep Cheer is making a move. Dropping. She took the ice bag Ooh. out of her shirt. She's dropping Kazguy. And now commercial. you wonder. Now you wonder how much does Kazguy have? A hundred percent. Because while um, it looks like, while it looks like Jeb Cheerchir is going to be not catchable for Seidel, definitely silver now. There could be some, oh, some blood absolutely. in the water here. 
over the yeah, last yeah, and then you uh, saw little Cosgite. Yeah, Cosgite was looking around, so uh, we'll see. I mean, she's got quite a bit more experience, obviously, but uh, yeah, silver on the table. Yeah, this is just incredible, just incredible. So we're at. I want to get a shot here from Cosguy back to Seidel. Yeah, I'm on a yeah, skateboarding yeah. commercial, right? Or I guess it's a Facebook commercial with featuring uh, skateboarding. So that's where I'm at right now, Kevin. So I'm at 2.22.10 on the clock. Jep Cheer is running away with this thing. It looks like she amped up the pace again. It's just difficult to tell. Is Cosguy holding steady or is she losing ground? Looks like... She's solid. Yep, Cheer just had that blast because they went around a curve. Now I finally see Seidel. So I still think mm -hmm. odds are that it's going to be Cosguy's second, but I don't think there's anybody. We're at 40.7 and 40.8 kilometers, so yep. 1,200 meters to go here, and there's nobody who's really emerging to challenge Seidel for the bronze. Unbelievable. Yeah. What a crazy! Um, I I definitely knew that the U.S. was going to get more medals in the women's marathon than the men's four hundred. That's definitely something I had <laughs> on my sheet going into this gym. Yeah, that, you do all the prep work. Why do you bother? You do all the prep work. Yeah, you study. You watch all the races. It's just like, what is happening? What is going on? Yeah, I mean, the good thing with the marathon though is it just because there are so few races. You know. 26.2 races that is you just you're bound to surprise right uh and especially when you add in the uh, the pandemic you know throwing everything for a loop an off year and then uh, you know the uh the fact that this is tough conditions and and you know we, we're just scratching the surface it appears of what how good Seidel's going to be she appears to be yeah. a superstar you know i this is what we thought jordan has was going to be and may would have been if not for injuries you know uh Seidel, just because she's new to the event, but you know, she was a, at, at points a dominant college runner and just never quite got it figured out, I think, because of injuries and she had the eating disorder issue for a while that she never had it figured out on the track. But you know, the talent has been there and she's going to hang on, it appears, for a medal. It's, it's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, it's a weird thing that in the marathon, someone who's run 214 can be right with someone who's run 225. Right. And it not really right. be, yeah. and, and and not really be that surprising. So it looks like I'm looking at this, if I'm interpreting the graphic correctly, seven seconds between Jep Chircher and Cosguy, and then 13 seconds between Cosguy and okay. Seidel. So she slowed a little bit, but this is, I think, Derege is in fourth, and she's not in the picture. And at 40K, she was over 20 seconds back. So it looks like these back spots of Seidel, are, 20 seconds back of Seidel. Is that what it was? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah she's 20 seconds yeah, okay. back of Seidel. So they have to, they switch to a different camera shot to show her. That's how, you know, she's out of it. And we're at yeah. 600 meters to go. So barring a, you know, somebody tagging in Faith Kipieg on here to, to run the last quarter, I think things are going to hold steady although i guess i shouldn't say that i just got done saying how unpredictable this this race is because molly seidel is about to get an olympic bronze medal in her yeah third marathon of her career you know we had yes. uh the in we had the uh 19 whatever 60 
see the 1960 marathon olympic marathon where abebe Bekela won without mm-hmm. shoes but this will be the first perhaps the first olympic champion to run with an ice pack yeah. uh on their person throughout the entire or at least most of the race so i don't know which one's more yeah. impressive for you kevin well that's going to be the talking point after hey why didn't more people do the ice bags strategy. But I think, I think you'd also want to ask what Molly Seidel did to prep because whatever it is, it worked because she's running the race of her life here, chasing down a a medal here in the Olympics. So 200 meters to go. I don't think there's going to be much drama here at the finish. So I'm not going to spoil anything. You got Jip Chirchir who Came in with great credentials and was one of the favorites. She's won two world half marathon titles. She's run 217, yep. 16, 10506 in the half. This is not a surprise. She's running up to expectations. Um, but the story for the US is Molly Seidel is gonna gonna come away with a medal here behind the world record holder who's run two fourteen in the marathon, yep. Bridget Koskai. I mean, just Seidel from start to finish, she has never looked bad. There has never, there was, I mean, again, this is her third marathon. This is the Olympic stage. It's in the eighties. She's running against women who have run eight and 10 minutes faster and 11 minutes faster than her. And she's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the marathon, she, she, she pushed back against the marathon today and the marathon didn't push back on this stage. It's really impressive. I just. Uh, I, I can't get over it, how how just hard-earned and impressive of a bronze this is going to be for Seidel. Jip mm-hmm. Chirchir gets gold, 227.20. She's overcome with emotion at the finish line. Gordon's happy too. It's going to be Kozgai. A few seconds back, 227.36. And then, as you mentioned, Molly Seidel, third marathon of her career. The day started by posting the warm-up on Strava, and it ends with an Olympic bronze. Wow. Cool celebration. As she was celebrating, pumping the fist, saying yes. That was really cool. That was fun. Uh, That's unbelievable. Looks like she could keep going, too. Congratulations to Molly Seidel. What a what a finish! They got to they got to cut finish. back to her family. They've got to be going nuts there in Wisconsin. They've got to cut back to the family <laughs> camp because the family, yeah, there they are. They're going nuts. And then Dereje coming up for for fourth, but this was not close, Lincoln, for the medals. Mm-hmm. Seidel was closer to gold than she was to fourth. This is yeah. just incredible how well she ran against a a top notch field. There, Dereje comes in, you know, a minute 18 off of Jep Chirchir and almost a full minute back of, of Seidel. I mean, just, just, you know, she belonged in that race. She belonged in that race from the moment the gun went off all the way through to the end. And as it's I just, mentioned before, that's the U.S.'s first medal in the event since Dina Castor in 2004. You know, we think of athletes, I think that, not, not. I don't want to put it, frame it as they benefited from the the fact that there was a you know a, a pandemic, but you know an athlete that probably benefited from there being a gap year between when she qualified and when the race was held for the for the Olympics was Molly Seidel. I'm mm-hmm. not saying you know she would have uh, not medaled necessarily in tw- if the race was in 2020, but clearly has gained some 
you know, confidence in this race. And it's just wild to think back to February, 2020, not only has the world completely changed since then, but you know, Molly Seidel was somebody no one really hardly anyone was talking about. There was a deep field in the U S uh, at the U S trials and Molly Seidel's name was not among them, uh, yeah. primarily because she had, was making her debut, but also because she had struggled in the year since it's not like she was a star coming from the track, uh, professionally over to the roads. I mean, she yeah. had been, you know, had some empty years and, uh, this is just an incredible, uh, in, in, in an incredible story for, for Seidel and, you know, is, has a chance now to be, she's already established herself as, as a, as an all time great, as a, as far as a U.S. women's marathon, just by virtue of meddling, how hard that is to do something that, mm-hmm. you know, that, that Shalane Flanagan, uh, wasn't able to do in the marathon at the Olympics, something that Kara Goucher wasn't able to do, you know, but something that Dina, Dina Castor has done, something that Joan, mm-hmm. Joni Samuelson, uh, has done. I mean, she's already established herself, but now at, at this, at age 27 is just really got this mm-hmm. chance looking, going forward to establish herself as one of the, the best in, in the U S history. So it's, but today's moment is the important thing, right? It's, it's not the, what this means for a future. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's just winning bronze is, is incredible. Even if she does nothing else, well, this is just outstanding. Well, and look at what came before it too. An upset to even get on the team. She's a professional upset mm-hmm. specialist. That's what she does. I think so. She looks, she looks at low odds and she laughs at them. That's what Molly Seidel has done twice, two big Mm -hmm. high stakes races. And she pulled out amazing performances in both of them. And yeah, I don't, I, when she went into Atlanta, it was a debut. So of course, nobody's going to say, Hey, the debutante, that's who I'm going to pick. And then going into the Olympics, yeah, she dropped her PB down. But as I mentioned, 10 minutes eight minutes back of the people who she was contending with. Yeah. No one's going to stand up yeah. and say, Hey, she's going to be, she's going to be in it to win it. She's going to have a chance at bronze. Mm-hmm. She's going to be, oh, she's almost going to knock off the world record holder and not, it's not just the world record holder having a bad day. It's the world record holder running for second place. It's not Perez Jeb having a horrible day and she's yeah. hanging with her. It's Perez Jeb winning gold. She went toe to toe with the best yeah. in the world. Yeah, and it, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It, it wasn't just oh, you were hanging around. Yeah, it wasn't just you know hanging around until they the 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 big dogs made a move. It was like no, she hung around and then she started to come back on it too. And it was, whew, that was that was quite the race. And you see a lot of you know American distance running stars celebrating with her. I Kevin, for me, I think that makes up for the U.S. men's struggle in the sprints. I, I think that completely <laughs> atones for it. We got a bronze medal. And honestly, I, a hot take here, Kevin. Obviously, you'd prefer the silver over the bronze. It's a better place. I kind of like the look of the bronze medal over the silver. So maybe Molly Seidel agrees with me there. It's just a more exciting piece of jewelry, I think. Yeah. I, yeah. Anybody else can comment there on the in the YouTube page if they agree with me. I mean, bronze just a little bit more fun. So there's bronze, just a lot of bronze, things going, see, right, I, going right for Molly Seidel. I like, you know, I like the the unique nature of, of silver too, but I think she'd take any medal because I, I, I'm still in a little bit of disbelief that that, that happened, to, to be honest. And it just goes right. to show you how unpredictable the whole Olympic program is from top to bottom. And if you're somebody who's pulling for the American athletes and you're, and you're like frustrated about 
why didn't they get a medal here? Why didn't this person perform? You also have to take this as a, as a sign too, right? You, ha- you can't just be like, right. I want all the upsets to go in our favor and I don't want any of them to go in another country's favor. No, that's not how it works. Unpredictability yeah. goes both ways. Ethiopia got yeah. shut out of, of the women's marathon and you know Kenya, obviously they had two, one, two. So they're, they're happy with their result. But you know, just as you wouldn't predict America to not get a men's 400 meter medal, you probably thought Ethiopia would hang in there a bit longer. Is 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 this a Gordon tweeting things now? I that I don't think no, that's, that's Travis. Travis. That's, oh well, that's that's no, Gordon's that's, that's Gordon's uh, yeah, that's, font. Gordon has a font yeah. that he always uses, and that's it. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. The KD and Steve Nash one's pretty good. Um, so you know, we're gonna do Kevin, more. I, my re- yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go. Go. go oh, go. I was gonna say my stream has transitioned over to Equestrian. And, uh, which is one of the commentators name is Randy Moss, not the former NFL player. Um, unfortunately that, that would be more fun, but, uh, I do have to run. I've got a lot of research to do for tomorrow's edition when Abdi Abdurrahman wins gold by a couple minutes. Um, (laughs) but, uh, this was fun. We'll have to do it again tomorrow. Yeah. So they haven't changed the schedule as far as we know. So tomorrow we're going to get going at five p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. on the East Coast, 3 p.m. on the West Coast in the United States. So if it does change, we will adjust and and start the hour earlier. Um, yeah, just make sure yeah. to tell FUBO.TV because they're messed up. <laughs> and we'll talk more about the meat as a whole, too. And also, we're going to have the Tomorrow Morning podcast as well, too. So when we wrap in the morning or when the morning session wraps, let me just look this up. I'm, I'm not able to communicate effectively after two hours here, uh, two and a half hours. So tomorrow at, let me get this right. 8 a.m. Central, 6 a.m. in the West coast, 9 a.m. Gordon and I will be doing the, the track event recap. So we'll talk women's high jump, women's 5k, men's jab, men's 15, and then both four by fours. And then I'll take a little bit of a break. Gordon will already be on his vacation and then come back uh, in the evening to do the, marathon so that's how we'll end it today thanks everybody for tuning in thanks to my co-host lincoln shrike thanks to colt thanks to travis we'll talk to you guys tomorrow